we go. Fuck it, we'll do it live! <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? That's it, that's all I got. I've had the violin for three hours. I spent 30 minutes putting rosin on the fucking bow. Oh, man. Res, isn't it? No, it is. Is it? No, resin something else. Never mind. Resin resin. is from Uncharted 2. Yes. And that's what turns Lazarevich into that giant beast. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 99. Non and non luft balloons. I am Chad Michael Ines, your host. Across the continent, we have Holden DePardo. Say hi, Holden. Oh, hi. And in the very same state, question mark, we have it Dallas. Is. Dallas, say yeah. hi. What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, it's going Rody to be represents. Vagina. Oh, yeah. um, everyone says bee's knees, but that's the worst part of the bee. The vagina. That's where <laughs> Do it's bees at. have knees? I didn't even know. Uh, who knows? I can't get close enough to one to freak out. <laughs> we, we also have Brent from somewhere in America. Brent, where are you and how are you? What is up, guys? I'm from the good old KY where we have a bunch of oh, cows right. and grass. And I'm feeling pretty gravy right now. I'm doing good. Brent, have you ever tipped a cow before? <laughs> that is not a thing I've done. But Me I've neither. I've had very good research of it from watching Cars a lot as a kid. <laughs> the, the movie Cars, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The movie right. Cars, they tip cows. You scare the tractors and go, <laughs> and they roll in the, the first one. Yeah, yeah. The first one. Yeah. What the hell? I watch that all the time with my son. I don't even think I see that. Well, yeah, that's where they get attacked by like the big like crop, like oh, oh, crop yeah, duster right. thing. I remember now. Yeah. Uh, yeah my I, game. I don't want my son to watch that. So don't be tipping cops. It was also kind of a scary part. That's the censored version of Cars with no illegal activities in it. My gamer tag is cow tipper, but I have never tipped a cow. And everyone is always like, oh, yeah, you grew up in North Carolina. You tip cows all the time. It's like, that's rude of you to assume. <laughs> Makes you look like a dick. <laughs> anyway, we have a ton of cool stuff we're going to talk about today, including the Sonic the Hedgehog movie and how cool he looks. <laughs> <laughs> about how you can remote play shit from your PS4. We've got Captain Treasure Tracker Toad goddamn shit to talk about. But we're going to start with uh, actually introducing you to our guests a little bit. So I want to start, uh, Brent, let's come back to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, whether you want to spend 10 minutes talking about your gaming history and everything you love, or 30 seconds talking about your podcast that you have, or your YouTube channel, or whatever you want to do. Let's hear it. Uh, okay, I'll keep it like brief. Basically, uh, like I run a YouTube channel, Porkchop118. You know, I do like podcasts gaming videos i'm working on a video about like jojo's bizarre adventure so i'm all over the place and then i stream a lot on twitch like some of my favorite things is like i'm a huge superhero nerd i like anime a lot but i'm equally into video games Uh, like my favorite series ever is assassin's creed which i get a lot of hate for (laughs) (laughs) right right under that's probably like zelda and the witcher yeah zelda there you go yeah so have you seen captain marvel yet Bro, I just got back from seeing it today, dude. Yeah? It was, it was really good. Like, it was I'm going to see it tomorrow. I'm excited. It, it's good. It's not, like, the best. It's not even the best Marvel movie we've had, but it's not as bad as everyone wants to say it is. It's pretty enjoyable. What sucks, I think what sucks is that it is still a good movie, but I do think it is in, like, the lower half of the Marvel movies, but there's, yeah. like, 20 of them, but all the Marvel movies are still fun and great. Yeah, even but, like the even the lowest like Thor: The Dark World is still enjoyable in parts. Yeah, Natalie Portman, come on. <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, and then Dallas, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, uh, my Twitter pro- uh, bio says, uh, I think it says husband, father, gamer. And that's basically what I am. I'm a husband first and then a father second. And then when I get a chance, I like the game. Uh, I've been gaming since I was six years old. Um, and the Legend of Zelda is what made me fall in love with games. Um, so my NES was, you know, what sparked my love. For, for this, uh, man, we've got so many Zelda fans. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so fan. happy I mean, right now. It's, yeah, I mean, it's Holden's got forty six percent over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's going to know what that means. Yeah, time a guy says a uh, percentage, is always in reference to an erection. <laughs> I'll no, keep that in mind. Now. I, don't, I don't never knew that. I never knew that. So, <laughs> so yeah, you don't ever hear guys walk around being fifteen percent. 25%. They just say percent. <laughs> Never? Doesn't happen? No one's ever pointed to you and just said 12%. <laughs> no? No, no? Oh. So that's great. So we know if you were in a room <laughs> with your daughter, your wife, and a Nintendo, yeah. we know which one you would save in a fire. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Because you said husband, you gave father, us the order. gamer in that yeah, order. Yeah, you gave <laughs> us the order. We're gonna save my wife first, right? Yeah, I don't know, but then your wife's gonna be so mad at you. You're like, damn it, I should have saved the take, kid. Yeah, I should have <laughs> saved the kid first. <laughs> I'm gonna take the kid. My boy can help herself, so I'll take the kid. What a Sophie's <laughs> choice. I've never actually seen Sophie's <laughs> choice, but I assume it's about women and video games. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Meryl should be the end. She chose the Nintendo. Because you know one's gonna get mad at her if she chose the Nintendo. Is Meryl Streep in that video in that video game? In that movie, I, I think I think she is. Maybe Pretty I should sure watch it then. Yeah. yeah. But this is not it. a Meryl Streep podcast. This is a video game podcast where we can talk about shit like maybe it can. <laughs> I don't know. That's our new podcast. Is the Meryl Streep podcast? Get <laughs> me Armani hey, on the no phone. Offense. Don't give me ideas. <laughs> gonna steal your YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about first our quest log for Sony where we have a couple of stories here. The first of which is that PS4 Remote Play is finally available on iPhone and iPad four years after Sony Xperia, according to Emma Kent at Eurogamer. This is an interesting little wrinkle in the in the Remote Play thing. We've had Remote Play on Vita. We've had Remote Play on PS Vita TV, on PC and Mac, and then on Android phones for a little bit, Sony Xperia phones, and now it's finally on iPhone and iPad, but with an interesting twist and that it's... Touch screen only. No DualShock support. As far as I can tell, no third-party controller support either, which I don't know how useful that's going to be. But if you've ever wanted to play Devil May Cry 5 or Sekiro on your <laughs> iPhone or iPad with touch controls, you now have that option. <laughs> no thanks. The only reason I would use this is recently, I um, when I was downloading Metro Exodus when I was getting that game, I wanted just to download it while I was at work and then play it when I got home. For some reason, the PlayStation app, I can't just say download and it downloads. It says it's in queue to download, but it never actually downloads. That's user error right there. It happens for me all the time. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. So in that really? instance where it's not downloading, I might then go in and manually go to my PlayStation and do it that way. But yeah. it wasn't downloading. So I think in that like, one specific instance, I'd use a touchscreen-only interface to access it. But other than that, none. Honestly, the only time I would use it is if I don't know if it's even possible to use it for is to access my captures, my screen captures. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many times where I just want to either share a photo or something like that, but I didn't save it to my Twitter or, or, you know, uh, or my Facebook or whatever. 
and there's no way to access that through the app itself. So just do what I do and send hundreds of them to Holden nonstop. <laughs> yeah. And then we're just in happens. your PlayStation messages app ready to go. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Then. That's what I did when I was running through Spider-Man PS4. I just sent so many photo mode pictures to my friends. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but Holden's like... got literally hundreds of God of War photos <laughs> and Spider-Man photos. <laughs> there was one point, I can't remember when I was playing, but all of a sudden I just start seeing notification from chat, notification from chat notification for chat it just did not stop <laughs> it just kept going uh, but i knew what it was it didn't uh, bother me so like, as like a massive sony fan i'm like playstation's what i play the most i can definitely say i've not tried this but like it seems like something i'd want to get into the no dual shock support kind of confuses me because i've seen a lot of posts like where people are like oh i'm playing spider-man on my ipad and they have like a ps4 controller is does it state where, like, you can play it through the console, but the console's just going to stream the gameplay to, like, the screen to the, like, iPad or something? Everything I've seen so far is just that it requires Wi-Fi to work. You can't use it over LTE. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, it just has touchscreen support. And that it does not support DualShock. It doesn't explicitly say anything about third-party controllers, but I don't have one to test it with. Yeah. Um, That'll change. That will 100% change. Yeah, yeah. With all the, you know, if people keep complaining, it's going to yeah. change. <laughs> but also, like, Microsoft says that you'll be able just to be able to use an Xbox controller for uh, xCloud yep. on a device. Mm-hmm. That's going to make Sony look really bad. <laughs> so this, I have a feeling this is, like, it. their first step into that, like, getting ready for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This like this makes me excited that Sony. It seems like Sony's trying to play along with like how the industry is going. Because being like someone who primarily plays PlayStation, besides maybe PC here and there, like it does get frustrating when Sony doesn't want to cooperate with everybody. Like I can barely play with other people. I can't cross progress. I can't do all the stuff that Xbox is doing. I've already said if Sony doesn't change their stuff next generation, I might get an Xbox. Because I mean, I grew up. I grew up as an Xbox guy. Well, I mean, I played PS1, PS2 most, but when it came to like PS3, 360, I got a 360 to play Minecraft, then upgraded to an Xbox One and realized it was not that good at all. So I went to PlayStation, but it seems like Sony's losing me, and I, I hope they keep taking steps like this to kind of, like, I don't know, get a good will, I guess, and stop acting corporate. That's all I can hope for. Yeah, I, I think... It's weird because Sony will be ahead of the game sometimes. Like, for example, in streaming. I mean, PS Now has been around for quite some time. It's been around for a while. But what happens with Sony is they go, cool, we're going to release the streaming service. People are going to love it. And then no one loves it. And rather than saying, we're just going to invest in it so you do right. love it, they go, oh, no one liked it. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> and then they just leave it there forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, but now that Microsoft's going to be investing, now Sony's going to start investing in it because there's yes, competition there. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, they got their it, it's, like, Xbox has their Game Pass stuff going now, but Sony doesn't want to like upgrade PS now. Like, yeah, it's cool. I can pay twenty dollars a month for like twenty dollars for like three months, unless they changed it for like because before it was like you had to rent like a certain trial or something, and then it was you had to so like confusing before. yeah, and you had to stream all the games and everything, and it's like they don't want to change that when Xbox is like, all right, ten a month and you can play hundreds of games you can download to your console. And now mm-hmm. talking about playing it on Switch, like Sony needs to make their PS Now mm-hmm. serve because they have so many good games on there. That's how I played all of the God. Of- I played them as a kid, but I played all the God of War games right before God of War came out. 
the new one, like, and I played it on PS Now, and it's a good service, but they really need to do something to, like, upgrade it to, like, make it on par with Game Pass. I yeah, I think they are, uh, this is a step, like, in that direction of, they're gonna make PS Now something even better, but I think they're waiting until next generation. They're just kind of keeping their cards close to their chest for now. Well, and Microsoft then, needs to make a statement now. Sony doesn't have to make that statement. Yeah, exactly. more than twice the number of consoles. They can just rest in their laurels a little bit. Yeah. yeah. When is as long as they're doing something in the background. <laughs> When's the next console generation again, guys? Oh, yeah, it's happening this year. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> it's happening this year. <laughs> it's not happening. No, no. See, all right, no, no. You need to clarify your statement. Announcing it does not mean it's happening this year. If it's I happening said, this year, it's I being said released we will this see year. Consoles I bet this from year. every manufacturer. It's not this year. Including I, the Atari even, VCR. If they, are, if they are announced this year, I just don't see them coming out. Didn't they year. do that with Xbox One and PS4 though? Weren't they announced the same yes, year? They were, but PS4 was announced in February. Right. Uh, of and I mean to be fair, Xbox One was announced in May. Um, so it's more likely that Microsoft would do that um, than Sony would. But Sony's definitely not happening this year at this point. There's just no chance. No. Chad still is holding will, on to it. I, I will I, provide I, you tissues when you realize you're so wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'll say this. I have backed up on Microsoft could do it this year. I still think it's unlikely, but I think they could do it this year. I just see no way that Sony could do it. They, if they planned on releasing next-gen consoles, they would be at E3. End of story. They would be at E3. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> like, I've been wanting to say they would do it, but I, I really think that's a PSX announcement this year. If they said they're doing PSX in 2019, then... I don't think I, so either. Because ima- imagine that, well, right? The, the announcement just, will be at PSX. PSX. Again, but again, picture that. When does PSX happen? A few weeks before Christmas. A few Ooh, weeks before Christmas, they're going to say... Though? Can PSX be in January. the spring this time? No, if they're doing Can it, you uh, get hands-on with the new console as soon as they announce it? Yeah. <laughs> let, me finish, let me finish my thought. Let me finish. If it's in like January or February, yeah, sure, they can use <clears throat> PSX for that. But if it's no, happening... No, it's already gone. It's March now, already gone. No, 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 no. Next year is what I'm saying. Like, well, how are they going to do it next year whenever it's coming out in 2019? You're not even letting me finish my thought. <laughs> I said they would announce it after the holidays. They're not going to announce it before the holidays if they were to do it at PSX, is what my point is. They've pushed PSX out, then I could see them doing it. I, I think if they don't announce it by the middle of this year, by you know the end of July, yeah. there's no way it's coming out this year. There's no way. Oh, yeah, yeah that's for sure. That's for sure. I, yeah. One thing... But they will, so... One thing I've considered is this statistic that we talked about a few weeks ago that most developers are working on next-gen games are working on cross-generation games. So there's that 20% of developers are working on next-gen games. <laughs> 18% of that or 16% of that, that's cross-gen. Only 2 to 4% of that was actually next-gen exclusive games. It's possible that the next generation of consoles might just be released as a soft launch. And it's just more of like, hey, your games are going to look so much better. And right. look at these other games that are coming out in the future that are going to look even better than that. I think that might be a possible yeah. uh, avenue that this, this takes. I've been thinking a lot about that. I don't I don't think it'll be like a soft, soft launch. I still think it'll be like as big as the Xbox One PS4. Mm-hmm. But there's really not anything they can do like in terms of you need to have this console. I really think they're going to be like, all right, buy this and you can play all your PS4 games. Everything else will be good. I think they might have some exclusives, but I, I can't see it too likely. But I still yeah, they, think it's going to be a big deal that's going to add like a bunch of things that you want to have this console for. Well, and that's kind of why Microsoft has kind of been saying generations are over. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. just going to be a continuing yeah. – hardware just continues to get better. Like and I think that's – exactly. No, just like PCs. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, really? And that, I could walk to Best Buy and pick up an Xbox like upgrade. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think it'd be like that. I think it'd be like every few years, there's just a new Xbox. Just like there's a new iPhone. There's every, a new <clears> iPhone <throat> every year. Every two to three years, there'll be like a new Xbox. that's maybe a little bit more powerful. You won't ever that, that have to makes, buy it. I think that only makes sense, really. I, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> that's yeah. the way hardware is. They'll also, they'll make more money that way because Absolutely. there are people who will buy a console every, every two years yeah, because yeah. it's going to look that much better. <laughs> yeah. There are people who like that. A lot of people won't, but there'll be some people who will. For sure. Anyway... I'm one of those suckers. You know what else is coming this year? Maybe, maybe not now. Death Stranding. Because apparently it's a little bit behind schedule, says Kojima, according to IGN. I could read this quote, but Holden, you obviously read the article and I didn't. So can you give us a little context for this? Yeah, basically he was just saying that um, they're not super far behind schedule. Every game goes a little behind schedule. They're only a little bit behind schedule. Notably, I thought it was interesting that he mentioned that they're constantly making adjustments to the game. And those are having impacts on their open world. I don't think they've ever mentioned that Death Stranding is an open world game before. Mm. Have they? Uh, I thought I heard something. Maybe. I don't know if it was confirmed. Yeah. But maybe it was just a rumor about it being open world. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. But it's still very, very vague. My thought is maybe you'd have more time to finish the game if you weren't showing it off to every developer known to man. <laughs> Yeah. just a thought just yeah. a thought <laughs> now that the whole development team's going out to guerrilla games to show it off to them but right, right well it was their engine they just want to show them how cool it could be no but they were also <laughs> at another developer this week too um which one was it the one who makes pikmin yeah they did not go to nintendo <laughs> no i know you saw they like, went to their developer this week i've seen like cory barlog and stuff hanging out with kojima yeah I'm God, what I would right do now. to be best friends with them. <laughs> Tell me about it. That sounds so cool. I love La La Land. That movie was great. Oh, well, that's a great movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for musicals. was obsessed with that movie. <clears throat> oh, uh, it was um, it was Ubisoft. Just got to see it. Oh, okay. My boys. Software. Yeah, the team that made Division Two. Got oh. to take a look at it. Yeah, interesting. Well, which, which connections <laughs> obvious between Division Two and Death Stranding? What, uh, yes, what Ubisoft thing. studio was it? Uh, the guys who did D- D- Division Two, which is it's not Montreal, Montreal, is it? I think it's Montreal. Yeah, that would make sense. I think there was a missed opportunity. Division Two totally could have been called Division Two colon Long Division. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you fucking terrible, man. I hate that, but I really love it at the same time. <laughs> I gotta look up Division 2 now because that article doesn't say anything about the studio's name. Or, wait, that's what they called the Game of the Year edition with all the added DLC. There you go. It's just Long Division. <laughs> Massive Random Entertainment. Massive, Massive what? Entertainment. Massive Entertainment is the developer <laughs> of Division 2. Oh, You're in Division 2. Nice. Mm-hmm. Swell. Great. So uh, we'll probably be seeing Death Stranding, but maybe like December 31st this year instead of when That's fine with me. Coming take as yeah. long as you need to take. Get it right. Yeah. Yeah, right, I'm in no rush to play it. It looks good, but I know I'm going to be spending a lot of time trying to figure out what's going on. So <laughs> I'm not in a rush. By the end I'm of the ex- game, you still won't know. <laughs> but it'll be great. I'm excited, but just because it's like a mystery, not because I... And excited to play the game because right. I have no idea what kind of game it is. I don't. Yep. I honestly know how we could all be so excited about it because we don't know anything about it. <laughs> it could be a pachinko game. Yeah, I know it's just Dude. like some weird like sci-fi with Norman Reedus, like Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> or something. It's like oh, okay, yeah. that's all I need. Cool Nick. vibes. I'm, I'm all like, <laughs> the vibes are dope. I love the vibes. Other yeah. than that, I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Good vibes. 
Jumping into our next segment called Playtime, we're going to talk about what we played this week, and I played fucking nothing. So, Dell, why did you play this week? <laughs> why did you play nothing? Too busy? I was traveling a lot. I was going to okay. play some stuff Monday night, but we had to re-record our episode on Monday due to a bunch right. of stuff, and then we recorded another show on Tuesday, and then I left on Wednesday, and I was trying. I just got back right. today. Like, had to learn those three he's notes just on not violin. a real gamer, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been playing... Uh, the rightful 2017 game of the year. Recently. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. I uh, jumped back in. I bought Ooh. it at launch. I got the collector's edition and everything. I agree, Prince. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, <clears throat> best of the wild deserved it. <laughs> I I just didn't want to. I didn't want to. I had this issue with games that I really love. I don't want them to end. I just, I just mm-hmm. drag them out. Mm-hmm. I did that with Mass yep. Effect Three. I did it, you know, with Witcher. I did it with a lot of games. So I finished Red Dead, and I was like, you know what? I need to get back to this backlog. I need to finish the best game of 2017 because I already <laughs> finished the second best game <laughs> in 2017. Yeah. So hell yeah, been playing that. That game is just incredible, man. That you know, the enemy design, the the combat is just, oh, it's just so good. It's just, I, I mean, I, there's nothing else like it. I never played a game besides maybe God of War with the combat. But the enemy design is top notch, um, and I was also playing some Tetris ninety nine, which is tough. It's real tough. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, sixth place is like the best I could do, and it just that's it's, incredible. Jeez, nah. that's and incredible. I, I think I only finished that's sixth like, like the second day it came out when nobody knew what they were doing. <laughs> you know, now everybody knows <laughs> what they're doing, and I can't finish. You know, above the twenties or below it's those T spins, man. You got to get those T spins. It's tough, man. You guys playing that? Have you have you tried it? No, I saw. I, I played it. I played it <laughs> yeah, a little I know bit. You don't and... like <laughs> I was only able to get to like fiftieth. I'm really bad at Tetris. Yeah. Well, how many have you played it a lot? No, just not, not a lot. No. Oh, uh, I played it for maybe like 20, 30 minutes or so. Nothing huge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's fun. I'm just, bad. I'm just bad at Tetris to begin with. Though. Yeah, I never knew yeah. I was. I don't think I'm decent at Tetris, but I I was. I don't know. It was. It's intense. It's intense for a Tetris game. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, good. It's good, yeah, dude. Like it, it is. It's it's mind blowing. I never know. I never knew a battle royale for Tetris would be good. <laughs> yeah, I never knew I ever wanted that. Like I, yeah. like, my switch broke, so I had to rent one for like a, a trip I was taking for a week. And I thought I was gonna be playing Smash the whole time, which I did, but I started playing like a lot of <laughs> Tetris, and like I couldn't stop. The, the highest I got was like twenty four or something. Yeah. Nice. Where do you well, rent I'm... a Switch? <laughs> uh, t- dude, there's, like, renting places all the time. Like, all those, like, you'll rent furniture or something, and they oh, got consoles in the back. rent a centers Yeah, pretty much, yeah. What? You, you oh, never I heard guess... of a Rent-A-Center? I mean, yeah, I have, but I always just assumed it was for, like, TVs for the Super Bowl, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, right. But I guess <laughs> well, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. That they would have consoles and shit there. I know. Yeah. I, I got desperate. Okay, I had an eight-hour trip, and I wanted yeah. to play Smash, and my Switch is you broke. Do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> yeah. How much does it cost to rent a Switch? It was like twenty bucks for a week. Oh, oh that's not bad at all. Yeah, but they it's they so get mine. they get you though with that like uh, payoff. Like, yeah, that's cool, but you're gonna be paying like eight hundred if you want to pay it off. Right. Oh man. So can you rent it and just return it? Yeah, you can just rent it. Like rent it for a week and give it back afterwards. The twenty bucks, no doubt. That's legit. Yeah. Damn. It's like if you have a little party coming up, you want to get people, it's like some Mario Party, some Smash. Oh, yeah. Can well, you just you rent Joy-Cons, games, hmm? yeah, Jen. Can you just rent Joy-Cons, or can you just rent games for it, too? No, they only got the consoles there. 
I had to go out and buy Smash, so I'm sitting here with a copy of Smash that I, like, I can't do anything with. <laughs> but do you, you have the Piranha Plant? You want? Oh, yeah, I actually went out and bought Piranha Plant, too. It was so good. <laughs> I was just, it, didn't like, the, it didn't break the Switch, though, did it? Oh, no, thank God. That was good. No, that game would be Anthem. That game bricks. No, it doesn't brick <laughs> consoles. It just makes them completely shut off and be scary. <laughs> Get out of here, Siri. Um, you also listed here Moonlighter. What is Moonlighter? Uh, oh yeah, um, it's a. Uh, I bought this game recently, actually. Did you? Have you played yeah, it? Good at game. All? Yeah, it's good. I liked it. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's uh, a little bit I played of it. It's a. Uh, a roguelike, I guess, kind of dungeon crawler game where you uh, run a shop. So you go to these dungeons, you kill enemies, collect items, bring it back to town, set up your shop, sell all your items, you know, uh, uh, become profitable. You're able to buy more weapons and potions and stuff to go back into the dungeons and deeper. And they're all uh, they're all randomly generated and stuff. It's a pretty cool game. It's, it, it reminded me a lot of Zelda when I first picked it up. Mm-hmm. So I was souped. But that's yeah, I cool. literally that's bought fun. it for that reason. I saw it and I'm like, oh, it looks like a great Zelda game for Switch that's not Zelda. I'll right. try this out. I think we had a Would You Rather that sounds exactly like that like six <laughs> months ago. <laughs> <laughs> they stole that idea from us? They did! <laughs> Those sluts! <laughs> We should get half the royalties from the game. Yes, sure. Fifty percent, absolutely. Fifteen percent erection. <laughs> Mario three. Oh yeah, Mario three too. Oh jeez. Um, yeah, uh, the Switch um, NES arcade or the NES uh, online thing. Yeah. Um, I never finished Mario three when I was a kid, so I was like, let me jump in this, and they got the the feature on there where the 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 um, save state or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Where, like you could save randomly anytime you want, so that is like huge. Like I don't know how anybody could beat that game without that. <laughs> like that's probably why I never beat it when I was a kid because I died like in level three. Then <laughs> I was like, screw this. Yeah, every time like, tough, get, like I, that's my favorite Mario. But there's sometimes I gotta like be like, hey mom, come help me with this because like that's what she grew up on. <laughs> oh really? Uh, what are you trying that's... to say? I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well. Shoe fits, right? <laughs> there are two things. Every single time every single time I play that game, I always, in the first castle, jump up above and then get the whistle. And then yeah. I always fly to World 8 and I beat it. And you cheated. I got And you. I cheated. That's it. So, like, <laughs> I the, didn't want middle, the entire middle of the no, game, you're right. like, it's I don't, not cheating. I don't it's, remember what it's, it's, it's The developer game. wrote it in there. Right. He wrote, they wrote it in there. It's yeah. there. But or you, it, also game the, sharks, the game, that's cheating. the level with the sun, <laughs> and then it's, like, angry and it's chasing you and all the time. Just yep. P-wing it, man. Always save the P-wing for that level. That's yeah, yeah. no, that's I. So I oh, did shit. not expect that. I played that level and just expected the sun's there because it's an NES game and it's just like a picture of a sun in the background. Yeah. And it was sort of move. It really surprised me. That's actually <laughs> one of my most memorable gaming experiences. Is that sun attacking you. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. Great game, though. Oh, show it is. Is that all you played? Yes, I, I played a little bit of Red Dead, but I don't want to. I want to come back when Holden finishes that game. I want to come back on. And Holden talk to is Holden. never finishing that game. That's the secret. No. <laughs> I need to finish you have that. To finish it. No, Listen. I'm going to finish it. It's like it's a slow. It's a really nice slow burn game because it I really can just return to at any point. I have a great story moment waiting for me when I get there. It's it's like a TV show. I just yeah, hope Sekiro's coming out. Just and promise me when you get. Gone is coming out when you finish chapter six, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Or the, not the last chapter, but the chapter before. So once you get into the first, the last chapter, don't yeah. play it through. Don't play anything else. Try and get it done in a night. And okay. Then, and then let me know because. All right. I want to talk to you about it for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's I definitely want to do a spoiler episode for that. Should yeah. That game is it's it's incredible. Like if I hadn't played that before the end of the year, um, God of War was my game of the year for for 2018. But if I had pl- if I had finished Red Dead, I don't think God of War would have won. Oof. Wow. And I and Whoa. God of War. You hear that? Yes. Yes. You hear that, Chad? Yeah. Game. God of War is uh, my game of the year. <laughs> just uh, what, what was your game of the year, Brent? Oh, uh, God of War. It was Spider Man until did- I finally finished God of War. Yes, same same thing with me. Spider Man was right up there too. But did you play Red Dead, Brent? Well, that's what I was about to ask you about. Like, I, I think I got to like chapter two or three. It was like right after we set up the camp, and like yep. it, it started to get really boring. And I I, I, <laughs> I liked the original one, but I wouldn't say like it was like my top thing. I really want to get back into it, but it just it really felt like I was doing menial tasks that really didn't like enhance anything see i was trying to figure out who to fire holden for and i was going to hire (laughs) dallas here full-time but now i think it's gonna be brent (laughs) (laughs) well let let me tell you something let me uh, what i got hooked on the hunting to me Mm -hmm. when they first talked about the game when it was first introduced the hunting is what sparked my interest and that's what i got hooked on so from chapter three to chapter five i hunted every single animal in that game you know, I had my compendium <laughs> filled up with every single friggin' and I had all the, the you know, all the perfect pelts and stuff like that. So that's what drove me, I think, through those slower pots. But like you said, there's a lot of meaningless shit in that game. Don't do it. Just go. The story is good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, honestly, the story is good enough that you could just, you know, streamline the story and get a great experience out of it. The game thing that gets me is like, I don't like that it tells me like, hey, you have six missions on the map. Go do whatever right. one you want to do. Like, I don't like that because <laughs> then you have to wait till the next set of like six missions to be like, oh, what you did previously. It's it's cool now. It actually goes into the story. Like, I like continuous mission after mission. I want I'm my sure. mission I do totally now is, yeah. to tell me about what I did previously where it makes sense. Like, I'm saving someone from prison. I don't want it to take, like, seven missions before he finally comes back. It's like, hey, you did this thing. I, I think that's where the TV show element comes in for me. It's like you have all these kind of little plot threads that are going, all these characters you want to interact with. And it's like, oh, that was really cool to be continued. But I can decide to continue it right now, depending on the mission, if it's available right now, or I might have to wait. But I kind of like the waiting and the slowness of the game. Like To me, that kind of makes it, where so many games want to throw things at you and, and want you to see everything. And this game's like, no, it's a world you're in. You right. just just breathe in the world. Just yeah. be in the world. So like, and, you could and, watch all of Stranger Things Season 2, including that 11 episode, or you can just <laughs> skip it and continue on yeah. with what matters. <laughs> that episode wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same thing with breath of the wild breath of the wild is a really great game because it's about Ooh, living and so breathing good. in that world and, <laughs> and red redemption had those same vibes for me obviously they're very different games of course right. but I ha- in terms of the overworld uh it just it has that sense of being a real place and you just don't see that a lot in games i think that's what's so enjoyable moment to moment reddit for me is that i just feel like i'm in a different world every moment i'm in that game so you might not be like super exciting i'm shooting bandits doesn't matter i just love being in the world yeah i it's great it's hard for me to play games anymore sometimes like either like i get busy or like i just like blow out really fast if a game doesn't hook me 
But like that's why probably Red Dead hasn't sunk its teeth into me. But like I found myself obsessed with Breath of the Wild. Like before my Switch bricked, I think I got like fifty hours into it, and I was on like the third Divine Beast or something. But I was just taking oh, so no. much time just doing stupid. Which things. Divine Beast did you do? I did. Did the, you do the bird? I did the Zora one, and I did the the Rito's bird, right? Yeah, I did the yeah I did the Gerudo one. Wait, okay. Dorito? I played that game and I don't remember a bird called Dorito. <laughs> no, the Gerudo. Gerudo. Oh, Ger- yeah, it's a Gerudo and the Re- Ritu, right? Or the Ritu. Yeah, so you is. did do the bird, Brent? No, I think I was on the bird. I think I was about to do that one. Okay. As long oh, as you didn't bird waste one of your divine beasts. That's Falco. No, yes. As long as you didn't waste the your two divine beasts you did complete on the bird it's okay <laughs> that, that's the weakest one <laughs> yeah like, i think i found that one and couldn't realize couldn't figure out how to get up to it so i just went and tried to find the oh, okay. gerudo one and i beat that one that's the best one so that's my favorite no, one. I, I, it was good that except was what, for that one? thunder blight ganon no, that's, that's the the camel where you have to sneak oh, into yes. the that base first and then get the thunder helm and then you can go to it that was a I loved the desert area. It was great Mistake. until the Thunder. I went to game. that one first. Oh, you went to that one first? Wow. Well, yeah. The rest of the game was a big letdown. <laughs> Not a letdown. Obviously, it's one of my favorite games of all time, but <laughs> I shouldn't have started with that one. Yeah, that's crazy that you went there first. What, what made you go that way? Because I, I kind of thought... No, it was honestly... It was, I was looking around going, where's the last place they want me to go? And I'm like, I think it's over here. So I started there first. For that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It was really hard. Yeah. yeah. I was on like I was on track and I still could barely beat the boss. hmm I can't even imagine. It's like tough. that's almost like trying to fight Ganon from the start. Gotta have them hearts. You could if you get good. <laughs> no one says about Zelda, dude. Zelda's so hard. Just get good. Just get good, man. <laughs> That's a Dark Souls thing. So, Brent, what did you play this week? Uh, uh, just uh, I say uh, a lot. Been keeping up with like my multiplayer games. Been trying to play more of Overwatch. Kind of rank up in that. Playing some uh, Destiny. Trying to try out the new updates and all that. Uh, been trying to finally trying to like beat The Witcher. Still trying to put like a bunch of hours into that. I think the main game I've been trying to beat, though, I've played since launch, but I've continuously kind of put it down and picked back up, is Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, I, I'm in love with that game, but, like, there's sometimes where I have to just, like, put it down. Like, I don't want to beat this yet. Like, I really don't want to finish it. Or, like, I go to, like, the harder world first because, like, I love Frozen. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go to Frozen before Monsters, Inc. Like, that's my favorite <laughs> yeah. movie for some reason. Like, yeah, I'll go to Have you Monsters seen the Frozen 2 trailer? Oh, dude, <laughs> that trailer is so good. So that good. blew my mind. You, you yeah, have right? no idea like how ecstatic I was about that. Oh, you guys need to let it go, okay? <laughs> oh, Get oh, out. <laughs> but also, yeah. <laughs> Holden, you obviously have not seen the trailer. Otherwise, you'd be geeking out because it's fucking no. brilliant. It's Ted, so who are you talking to? Do you think I would geek out over a Disney it's movie so, trailer? It's so good. This like was I'm almost not, on I'm par just not going like, to. I don't. A cool never movie. seen Frozen. You don't care about Frozen? You've never seen Frozen? What is? No. (laughs) What was the last Disney movie you did see? Um, Coco. Oh, that's a good one. Coco was great. You want to like Coco? Because there's no... 
the singing in Coco is a part of the story yes. in the world. That's I why agree. I'm okay with That's... the singing there. I don't like singing when it's just like random, random, and like yeah, yeah like, uh, we're just, just gonna sing because I'm a yeah. huge exactly. fan of musicals. I mean. Hell I'm a yeah. All right, that. Brent, you're back on the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a line in the show Glee that exemplifies perfectly why I don't like it. Why did you watch Glee? <laughs> Jane L- J- no, it's a great question because Jane Lynch is hysterical. That's why She's I watched great, Glee. Yeah. I watched Jane Lynch is amazing. So I can't, re- I can't remember who it was, but there was uh, a character who went to Mr. Shu and was like, Mr. Shu, I have something I really want to say. Men don't even know names. But I can't say it. I have to sing it. And I went, oh, <laughs> I roll. <laughs> and that's how I feel every time like a song starts. It's just like, you could have just said that. <laughs> you didn't have to sing any of that. There's that could have been a line of dialogue, frozen, and sure. then the scene was over. Like That's why I don't like musicals. But, like, if that hasn't... I also don't have a heart or a soul. That's all. There's also that element to if it. If that didn't happen, yeah. we wouldn't have the masterpiece <laughs> that is Let It Go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I would I would challenge that. I don't know if I'd say masterpiece. I, I would say <laughs> catchy. I kid you not. Like, <laughs> my friend was over here when I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3 because, like I said, I chose the Frozen World first, which is the harder one out of two of them. So like, I was like, all right, help me beat this. Like, love, like this part I was on. We finally beat it. And then Elsa starts running up the mountain and singing the whole entire song of Let It Go. And I could see my friend literally like want to die with how much I was like <laughs> singing like along with this song. I'll put it, I'll, let me put it this way: so we have a rule in this now because I'm bad at finishing barf games. <laughs> that if if I don't finish a barf game, I have to sing in the podcast. <laughs> I would rather sing in the podcast than finish that portion of the game. <laughs> what a hater! That sounds dude. horrible. <laughs> Is that why you gave us two months for Kingdom Hearts? Because you want to make sure that No, you don't but, I gave two months for Kingdom Hearts because it's a JRPG, and I didn't realize it was actually going to be a lot shorter than it was. Wait, so you guys did Kingdom Hearts the original? Or Kingdom We're Hearts doing 3? Kingdom Hearts right now. The, the first one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are you going to do the other two? Probably. Or the other 12? We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Kingdom I want to like this game so bad because everyone else likes it so much. Yeah, I've never played it. I've never so played could, it. I've never given it a proper shot. They're really I'll talk good. about it in a little bit. It's, it's that one series that's like, oh, are you going to do all three of them? Well, you really can't because literally the PSP games have more story, <laughs> like, are more important to the story than probably some of the actual console games. <laughs> like, I think you have to play, like, Birth by Sleep or, like, a couple other ones to understand Kingdom Hearts 2. Didn't yeah, they turn I'm, one of them ridiculous. into like a short movie you could watch instead? Yeah, I think that was right. 365 days. Yeah, for some of them I did. Yeah. Dope. I played Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep though, so I did do that. Yeah, because I think Kingdom Hearts 2 opens in like a random shot. And you find out the PSP game, you play the entire thing up until where Kingdom Hearts 2 starts. Like, great job advertising yeah, that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So did you play anything else, Brent, this week? It put, I've been actually, I've been trying, a, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends a lot, but I've, nice. I've really been, that game's so good, because I love Respawn. They're, like, they're mm-hmm. probably my one of my favorite developers, if I'm being entirely honest. Like, Titanfall was one of my favorite shooters of all time, and then they immediately dropped this free-to-play Battle Royale. It's, it's really fun. But I've been playing a lot of, like, card games recently, trying to get into that genre. So I've been playing a lot of like the Pokemon trading card game, Elder Scrolls, yes. Legends, Hearthstone, Gwent, since I'm a Witcher guy. Gwent, hell yeah. yeah it, I still can't understand that one, but it's fun to play. <laughs> really? See, that, to me, I don't ever I never played any card games. I never played Hearthstone or any of that stuff, but Gwent 
it's just very basic in my opinion. Like, I don't know if that's normally how difficult card games are, but to me, it seems yeah, pretty I've, basic. It's, it's been to like now that I've gotten into card games. Cause before, like I've been like a very simple minded person. Like it's really hard for me to like figure out how to do like basic stuff. If it's like an RPG or something throws like a lot of like stuff at me. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go play Assassin's Creed. But, like, <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. But uh, I don't know. It's been really fun. It's been a really good experience trying to play a bunch of card games that like I, I never would have played before. It's a fun genre. And I think, have you tried Artifact yet? No, I have not, actually. <laughs> I really want to... Like, card games are so fun. I used to play the Pokemon trading card game before I stole a neighbor kid's card and then my mom took all my cards and burned them. <laughs> and then I played Magic the Gathering in high school. Oh, <laughs> uh, Magic. I used to whoop people in Magic until I forgot how to play. But I'll be right back. All right. And then I got... Uh, I was super into Hearthstone for like a good like two weeks. And I was like, this game is so dope. But it's, and they're so time-consuming. Have you ever played Gwent? Yeah. I've never played Gwent. I've never I'm played back. The Witcher never 3. I watched Holden play The Witcher 3, but... What was that, Brent? I I said, I'm back. Never have cats. (laughs) Never have cats? (laughs) No worries. That seems like an easy thing to do. Don't have cats. God, I'll I'll wake up tomorrow and be like, don't get a cat today. All right, cool. (laughs) Got it. Yeah, but... be at the cat store and be like, wait, I was supposed to do something. Oh, not be here. (laughs) (laughs) They're great until they, like, ruin everything you're trying to do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, I went to work one night. And I came home, and I kid you not, I had the catnip, like, stored up. He got all the way up to it, knocked it all over, knocked, like, all my pops and decorations off my shelf, went into my computer desk, like, <laughs> knocked my monitor over. Like, I could just see where he had, like, this, like, a total, like, drug-filled romp all over my room. great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Holden, right. you've got two things on your I'm, list here. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts, um, we'll talk about Kingdom Hearts at the end of April at this point, but I'm, I'm still playing that. Still <laughs> chugging along through that game. <laughs> but I played more Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. And let me just tell you if, you, if you have the GG app, which is the app that Chad and I mm-hmm. use to track mm-hmm. what games that we're playing, and you can also see what games we've played, you can see what games you've played. Hey, hold on, what's your handle if they wanted to follow you? It's at Holden Departo, I, I think. Oh my god, mine's Caltipper, C-O-W-T-I-P-R. <laughs> Again, wow, I've never taken a cow. <laughs> yep, at Holden Departo. Um, great app. You should check it out. As you'll see, I said I beat Captain Toad Treasure Tracker and then immediately changed it to playing Captain Toad Treasure Tracker again. <laughs> and the reason is that I play the game and I think $40 game is only 18 levels. That seems really strange. But the levels are really, really good. So I don't know if I feel like I wasted my money. Like, yeah, it was a like Nintendo premium for sure. But, like, this is a really fun, enjoyable game. And then I get to the 18th level. I beat it. Credits roll. And then it says, Episode 2. And there's a whole new book opens up. And there's a whole new set of levels. And I'm like, oh, my God, Christmas Day. Right. Like, this is the best <laughs> thing <right>. ever. <laughs> so immediately feels like an amazing value proposition. Because I had already justified the value based on the first <laughs> one I found out to be third of the game. So, Oh, nice. It See, is. that's why I, I was really bummed when I was like, I got halfway through what I thought was the yes. game, and I came across my first boss. I was like, really? Are there really only going to be like two bosses two in this bosses. whole thing? Yeah, so there's a whole other set right. of levels, and based on, I've only played one of the new set of levels, and it was already one of the best levels in the entire game. So I'm like, oh man, what am I in for? This is going to be great. I think this game is 
an underrated gem of Nintendo's lineup. It is so wow. much fun. It's great. I highly recommend keeping it up. It's just it's one of those games where it is not hard. It's so easy, but it's so charming. And if you don't smile seeing Captain Toad bobbing around all over the place, like you just <laughs> I, I don't know if I can trust you as a human being. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I actually I played the demo and I enjoyed it, but I was afraid it wasn't gonna be worth the money. Yeah. Now, it's, now that you say there's that many levels, maybe it is. It's really good. And the levels are just clever. They're all really clever and fun. Um, I, I highly, highly recommend the game. I don't want to spend too much time talking about it because I want to play more of this game. And I feel like I'm just going to be raving about it for the next few weeks. So I'm really liking it. I think if I get a new Switch, that's the one I got to pick up. I know like back when yeah. my mom really liked the Wii U, I never really touched it or bought my own games. That's why I just recently got Smash for the Wii U, even though I'm like a huge Smash fan. But like, I remember she played the three Mar- three Mario three D world, and she really liked those Toad levels. She's like, "Oh, I wish they'd make a game out of this." And they released yeah. a trailer, and I'm like, "Hey, mom!" But she <laughs> she played that game like a lot, and she said it was is good. Your, but... Is your mom Shigeru Miyamoto? Because that's literally how the game happened. Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto saw those levels and went, "These are great. Can we make a full game out of it?" And then they made a full game out of it. So your mom is Shigeru Miyamoto. That's what Dude, I means. wish. <laughs> 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 yeah, my mom was pretty awesome. She invented Mario and, you know, like Nintendo and all that kind of stuff. Like, she, she works in Nintendo. It's pretty awesome. Dude, my mom is like the epitome of like a hardcore gamer. Like she's in there like every day when she's not at work playing Ark. And like I, I, can, awesome. I commend her for the fact that she's played it every day for like years. I don't know what she does in that game. I can't stand it for like five hours, even though I was hyped for it before it came out. Like it looks awesome. I just I can't get into it. But like I don't know what she does. But I commend her for That's it. Awesome. <laughs> My mom played ice climbers you played when I was a kid. Oh, ice climbers. I that, that was your shit. Okay, I gave ice climbers a try, but also I was very very young. But I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. It's it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Let's play move it to on like to our uh, fetch quests. We've spent forty seven minutes talking about. <laughs> so much fun stuff and we aren't even like a third of the way into everything oh, that we've boy. got planned on our show so let's jump in and jump through our fetch quests which are just basically some headlines we'll read through and maybe discuss a little bit along the way <clears throat> first of all is cyberpunk 2077 is still a long ways away they did yes. confirm that we'll see it at e3 but apparently we are not going to see it release this year yeah this I- comes from a video that cg project red released themselves and in it the quote is it's coming when it's ready it's still a long ways away I don't think that means it's coming in 2019. The so. release date is in the title. <laughs> Just saying. 2077. Right yeah. Awesome. I, I really thought it was going to be this year. Like, I, I think I remember even looking up the release date, and I was like, oh, and in 2019. I was like, bet. I'll finally finish The Witcher and get on to another CD Projekt Red game. Now I have more time. Nope. Now you got to beat if, The Witcher again. If the marketing follows the same marketing pattern as The Witcher 3, it's coming out next year. Witcher 3, they announced it one year, had a trailer. Next year, D3, they had another trailer, released it the next year. Yeah. So I, I think that's what's going to happen with Cyberpunk as well. At E3, we'll probably get the 2020 release window at the very least, I, I think. There's another game coming out called Octopath Traveler, and it woo, is coming woo. to mobile. Yeah. What? <laughs> it is not the actual Nintendo Switch game, but instead a prequel for mobile that looks 
It, to me, it looks like it has all the same environments and towns as the original. Different mm-hmm. characters, however. And it looks like you have all eight characters during battle. Which was a big departure from the other one where you only had four? Four. Yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Four. What a cool little concept. I love that they're like, hey, we have all these assets. We have this town. Let's make another story that's a prequel to the other one. And it's going to be like full-fledged yeah. all eight things have yeah. uh, same art style everything yeah that's great and actually that art style is going to look gorgeous on screens higher resolution yeah. than 720p screen of a switch yeah it true is. so basically any phone <laughs> it's going to look good on any phone i'm i'm just a huge fan of like porting like small little adventures to like mobile like i don't see a huge problem with it. even the whole diablo immortal thing came out like yeah they could have handled it better but it wasn't a big deal like i i would like i don't yeah. play a lot of mobile games but i I really think there's a market for it, and people are just want to like, hey, we want people to play these games wherever we want. We're able to make this game, especially with this Octopath thing. Like, not everyone wants to buy a Switch for some reason, and like, like I always get made fun of because I was like, hey, I'm gonna sell a lot of my games to get Octopath, sold them all, bought it, and then played it for like four hours. But I really enjoyed what I played. I would like to get into it again, yeah. and I think I've definitely played this mobile game when it comes out. That definitely ties into what we'll be talking about later on with Nintendo and mobile developers. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely um, be talking about that. Next up, we also have EA Play won't host a press conference at E3 this show either. So they are joining Sony in that we're not having a press conference, but they are not joining Sony in that they will still have a presence at E3. Yeah. What a they have their – well, I guess technically they're not at E3. They're a few days before E3 with their EA Play event. They will still have all the same kind of fan stuff that you can attend starting now on Friday before E3 and going all weekend. And instead of having a traditional press conference, they are just going to have a few different live streams that you can tune into about certain games, which you can almost guarantee. Actually, I think they've confirmed Jedi Fallen Order will be there, right? Uh, In April. In April. Oh, that's right. At Star Celebration, we're going to get that. That's right. But I'm sure it'll be at E3 as well. Let's let's be honest. Yes. Yeah, let's not talk about Star Wars D3. They don't care about that. No one wants to hear about that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then I finally, just... there's a rumor that Link's Awakening might not be the only Zelda game released in 2019. Holden, Wait. what percentage? Wait. <laughs> I, way over 50 for me. I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, well, so... if you maintain that through the rest of the podcast, you should see a doctor. <laughs> Is the podcast going to go for over four hours? Because that's what Viagra says is a problem. (laughs) Anyway. No, so uh, the game apparently is just going to be an eShop title, and it's going to be smaller. Fine by me. Just smaller in download size? It's going to be a low-res Link's Awakening? I'm thinking it's going to be like a Four Swords, (laughs) like Triforce Heroes multiplayer kind of thing. Yeah, some kind of multiplayer thing. I think think it makes sense. I'd play the heck out of that, dude. I love Four Swords. (laughs) Some of the best memories was just getting everybody together and playing Four Swords. You know, I would play this game if it had good online. I, that's the only way I'm going to play it. Because I've always strayed away from Triforce Heroes. I not Triforce Heroes, Four Swords, because I never had someone to play it with. So there's just no point in playing the game by yourself, so it's just kind of a mess. And you just totally missed it. I saw that. A mess. Oh, I'm so wet <laughs> right now. <laughs> Thank God for that Apple-proof, that, Apple-proof, that waterproof Apple Watch. That your water just spilled <laughs> all right. over. Are they are they waterproof? I, that's good. I'm glad they are you know highly, highly water resistant. Yes. I have one and I didn't even know that, so <laughs> Yeah. Take a shower, go for a swim, throw nice. up on it, do whatever you need. <laughs> Definitely throw up on it. Yeah. It's still and then just rinse it off in the sink. That's yeah. gross. <laughs> Take it off your wrist first though. Don't throw up on your wrist. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, that's not as gross then. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're throwing up on your wrist and your watch happens to be on it, you don't have to freak out. That's good. <laughs> so you're saying I can go to a water park. Yes. And you can get on yes. the giant water slide and then you can get scared halfway down and throw up. Can you in a lazy play, river? You... <laughs> what about playing it while playing Halo Infinite? Can you do that? Can you wear it while playing a Halo Infinite? That was a terrible transition, check. but it was terrible getting us back on track. That's for what our that Microsoft was. Quest. That, that was an attempt to get us back on track. Yes. <laughs> so Jeez. Halo Infinite is confirmed for E3 2019, and the Halo franchise director reiterates that Infinite will be on Xbox One. There was a lot of uh, speculation that since it was not necessarily any gameplay shown off in the trailer last year and it didn't have there was also the scuttlebutt about it not being technically marked as uh xbox play anywhere that it might not be a this gen title but it is frank o'connor halo development director commented on the rumors next gen exclusive halo infinite via twitter says quote i have no idea what leak you're talking about but halo infinite will be released for xbox one and appropriately specced pcs doesn't mean it won't come cross-generation whoa Didn't rule that out. Because that's a thing, and it's coming this year. (laughs) (laughs) I I want that Switch thing to be real, like the X-Cloud and all that. Oh, hell yeah. Playing Halo Infinite on your Switch? We'll find out in, like, what, next week or the week after? When is GDC? GDC or whatever? GDC, yeah. Actually, it might even be going on. Yeah, this week. This week? Nice. Yeah, this week. I'd be souped if I could get Game Pass on my Switch. That'd be sick. Totally. Game Pass. The I, I I will throw the grain of salt in there. The only thing that was the schedule for GDC showed off them talking about Xbox Live explicitly said Xbox Live. Nothing in that said Xbox Game Pass. That's was just a rumor that came out afterwards. So I don't know what's going to happen with that or not. So game, is next Xbox week, Live definitely happening. Game Pass. I, don't, I just don't know how that would work. Yeah, how would they get? I can how see that work without streaming. There's a lot of rumors that like Cuphead and stuff would come to the Switch through Game oh, Pass. Oh god, everything. I forgot Cuphead existed. I fucking love that game. Cuphead's good. <laughs> Give me more Cuphead. Because <laughs> they were even talking about like with the new DLC coming out and everything that they were gonna like <clears throat> rumor, oh, yeah. rumored that it was gonna go Game Pass on the Switch and everything. I don't know. I'm excited. Like, I would love to play of... like Halo Infinite on the Switch. I'll hook I'll hook up the Xbox or Halo Infinite. I'm glad it comes out like well not it comes out this year, but I'm glad to see more about it. I'm glad it's coming out in the Xbox One. Stoke. Yeah. It 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 makes sense to come in Xbox One. It'd be weird that they show off a right. game two years or three years before next generation and it's not for that console. It'd just be kind of strange. Yeah. Um but I'm curious about this discless Xbox One S that might be coming out next month. Am I the only one that every time I hear the word discless, I in my head say, not dickless? (laughs) (laughs) I definitely have done that many times. It's a dickless Xbox One. Discless Xbox One. Did I say dickless? Dickless. Great. I did. Okay. (laughs) One of the best things is like one of my uh, friends was talking about GameCube discs. And it was like, hey, it's a tiny (laughs) disc. You're going to lose it. And he was like, dude, I have hundreds of tiny dicks. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> he makes it up. He makes up for the lack of size with the number of dicks that he has. <laughs> Death by a thousand tiny dicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so yeah, there were more rumors that the discless Xbox One S, which is apparently codenamed Xbox Maverick, could be available as early as next month. Source is Windows Central. Matt Kim from US Gamer. Um, 
And then this is a cool feature that I didn't know about until you wrote it on here and told me that I should feel like it's dope. I, it it's says, dope. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside the console will be a service that pre-installs games on the console before shipping it to you. Dope. Huh. It's dope. so dope. Is this is this kind of like if you go on Apple.com and buy a MacBook, you can say, oh, yeah, I want Final Cut Pro, and it will just arrive with Final yeah. Cut Pro on it? Yeah. I'd imagine. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I can only imagine. <laughs> but I think it's a great idea. It's like, oh, um, I mean, I, I download all my games on my PS4. I don't get yeah. physical copies of games. So if I want to play, if I buy a new system, I'll not have to wait for my games to download before I can play them. And if we're going into this digital future, yeah. why wouldn't they do this? It just makes so much sense. Like, oh, you bought you bought your Xbox. Like, all right, Xbox uh, Next Generation is coming out the end of this year, just hypothetical. And Halo 1 Infinite is a launch game. You want to download it digitally. Cool. You got the console. It arrived at your house. You opened the box. Now wait 20 hours for Halo Infinite to, to download. <laughs> to download. <laughs> yeah. Speaking like, of, this is kind of like not fun. When this comes out, what size hard drive do you expect? Like I'm terabyte or higher. because it's it, be it has to have a terabyte at yeah. least. But also, but I think two would be best. Yeah. Yes. I have a two terabyte that's very external, and that was the best thing I've ever bought. Me too. Part of what I think they're releasing this console for, though, is to be a cost cutting measure. And if they jump up to two terabytes, <clears> like that's gonna. But here's the thing: is two terabytes really that much? Like, how much? Let's look it up. I'm, I'm curious. Bucks. How much? You and a you and a yeah. Look it's it one of the oh, cheapest gotcha. PC components. So I mean. They can do it. The storage is not, yeah. And also, it, it would not be a solid state two terabyte drive. Exactly, it'd be a hard disk. And I can't imagine that's going to cost too much. Um, let's just go to like Newegg. I need a, Newegg. I need a solid state drive because I'm sure that Microsoft buys their hard drives from Newegg. Yeah, right from Newegg, <laughs> right from the source. <laughs> Speaking of uh, downloading things to your console, did you guys see that the Division Two colon long the division will be <laughs> eighty eight to ninety two gigabytes? That's crazy. So insane. About, about 60 bucks. And Microsoft would be spending a lot less than that. Because yeah, they're buying it in bulk. They're getting rid of the CD bulk. drives. They could make up the cost there. Um, if you don't have a CD drive for media, you want more storage for your media. Yeah. I can see doing that. But maybe terabyte would be what I'd expect. Two terabyte would be just be nice. Because even a terabyte kind of sucks, especially when it's like, all right, I'm getting a terabyte, but not really because you got to yeah. run the operating system and everything right. on right. it. So you're getting like 800 gigabytes, and then an eighth of that is long division. <laughs> 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 to be fair as well, though, this would be a 1S, so we wouldn't have to worry about like the 4K patches and things like that that make games mm. yeah. absolutely you massive. massive. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it if it was an S, though. I would think about getting it. If it was an X, I have an yeah. X right now anyway, so that's mainly yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what leads me to believe it's going to be a cost saving thing. It's going to be a cheap console, yeah, yeah, inexpensive console. Because yeah, they've already proved they want people to play Xbox regardless of like how much money you have. Because they have like that layaway thing or something like the Microsoft stores or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, you can get oh, one yeah, for subscription like subscription thing. It was like a month free or whatever, and then you pay like thirty a month or something. And it gives, yeah, they just, it gives you free, like, gold and Game Pass and stuff like that. They did discontinue that, but they explicitly said that they're going to bring it back again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm misinformed. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. You're fine. It was a very, it was a very under the radar thing. <laughs> it was very under the radar. It was not, like, a big... It was not announced at E3 or anything like that. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just one of those things, like, doing stuff like that, they've proved that, like, they want to get Xboxes in as many homes as possible, any low-income homes and everything. And 
And yeah, you could say Microsoft's wanting to just be the top dog again, and they're going to crap out afterwards, but I'm really liking this initiative for Xbox. Uh, they're really trying sure. to be for the gamers. Yeah, I mean, it's just Phil Spencer. I think Phil Spencer's just doing a great job. In that uh, he's yeah. killing it. Absolutely. Yeah. He's the cool kid. He's the cool kid of the three. <laughs> I have to pee again. I don't know why you I have to pee, pee so again. Much. I know again. Well, so I'll be right back. You don't pee while we talk about how you wrote the word Toycon seven times. <laughs> I know. I, want I literally copy and paste Toycon so I can just paste it, finish the next word. Paste it, finish the next word. <laughs> well, I'll talk about this. You go pee, and then you'll be back for the discussion. Okay. Thank you. Moving on to Nintendo, another inexpensive console in the lineup, although increasingly becoming more expensive than the other consoles now. Um, the new Nintendo Labo Kit introduces shareable, simple VR gaming experiences. So, for the first time, we are seeing VR capabilities on Nintendo Switch, but don't freak out. It's just basically a glorified Google Cardboard. It's but right it's after. some really cool stuff. Reggie said no VR. Reggie retires. VR. That's right. No VR. <laughs> I'm out. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. Um, yeah, it's arriving April 12th, which is just a month from now. There are going to be two versions. You can buy like a low-cost kit that's just a VR kit and a blaster, and it's $39.99, and then you can upgrade with expansions. Or you could buy it all for 80 bucks. It comes with all six Toy-Cons. It comes with the Toy-Con VR goggles, which you put the Switch into, and that's like the Google Cardboard thing. And then there's a blaster, like a rocket launcher, there's a camera, there's a bird, there's an elephant, there's a wind pedal, and all of them have to do with putting the goggles on your face and then sticking something long and pointy off of it. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just share something about the goggles thing? I think it's funny. Behind the scenes, again, people don't know, I'm a brand ambassador for Oculus. Mm -hmm. actually wearing their shirt right now because I got back from work. Um, And they they literally say to us in, in training, like, hey guys, it's a headset. They're not goggles. <laughs> and then Nintendo just goes ahead and calls them goggles. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. And this is I think this is cool. This is interesting. Like Yeah. I like that I, I like the Labo stuff. It's not, it's not something I would get into. Like I feel like I'd like to build it, but after that I have no place to put them. But it's it's interesting. For me as a kid, I've always like been obsessed with stuff like Legos and Minecraft, which I still play to this day. But like and stuff like that, so I think as a kid I would have loved to have something like Labo where I could build it and then play it in game. Actually, that's why I was obsessed with Skylanders because I had like the toys I put into the game. I feel like Labo would be another extension of that because like, I get to build it, spend all that time, and get to play a bunch of stuff. It's it's interesting. I like that, and I like. I'm happy for the kids that get to grow up with it. Yeah. Another thing I think is I mean, I'm just gonna keep, I have to do this because all right. They're for kids. I can't give demos to, to kids. I was thinking that too. Like, yeah, because VR it's... says you have to be 12 or older. I was like, right. Exactly. So like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's cool, but it's also just like a handful of VR games. It's not like yeah. Switch VR. Yeah. It's also a 720p screen, single to screen, whereas most PC headsets have two displays that are 1080p at a minimum. That's kind of like this, the <clears> standard <throat> for a PC. Obviously, a PC can run more than a Switch can, but it's just... You already get the screen door effect with 1080p two screens. You have one 720p screen instead. Yeah, for both I eyes. don't think you should. I'm expect very anything curious. like what you would see with yeah. Oculus or Absolutely. anything at all. Totally, yeah, I, but I, I, wanna, I think it's just kind of a cool Google Cardboard thing. I want to say like right now, totally. like I, I know a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, does this open the door for VR, actual VR?" 
I did absolutely not. I really don't think. I think yeah. Reggie was speaking for a Nintendo and not himself when he said no VR. I think this is just like a fun little thing they could do for Labo to see how far right. they can push Labo. Yeah. But I don't think mm-hmm. we'll ever expect like actual VR gaming, a VR console from Nintendo. It's it doesn't seem like anything that would ever be on the radar. Labo seems like it because it's having fun with cardboard. It's interacting with kids, yeah. doing all this fun stuff. Nintendo's not about cutting edge VR graphics and gameplay and everything. So I know Except a lot of 90s. people are going to say that, but I I really just want to say I highly doubt it. I know they were cutting edge in the nineties with, uh, with Virtual Boy. That Virtual was Boy. cutting edge <laughs> VR technology at the time. I really, you, if you give one. me a three uh, uh, a uh, VR game like Moss. In, in the Zelda oh, world? God, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. 100% again, man. I've Dying. always thought that Mario games would be really cool in VR because you could walk around the level and, like, sell, like oh, that star coin was actually hidden, like, over here. Dude. You had to walk around this to see it. You're the Lakitu. Whoa, that, that blew what? my mind. Yeah, right? The Lakitu? Yeah. What? Lakitu, that's, that's the, the, the floating cloud, cloud with the camera. The camera. Oh, Mario shit. 64. Oh. Yeah. It's like you're the Lakitu and you can move around and stuff. That would be so freaking cool. But I also also like the idea of like yeah. Sorry, just go, for a second. Go. Links Awakening is like a toy set, right? And I said I pretty sure I said the podcast before. I think it'd be really cool to have a toy set version of Zelda in VR, where you're like looking down at a play set of Hyrule and are like controlling Link and moving around. I'm like that'd be so dope. Be so dope. I want that. <laughs> Dude, you should play Astrobot. Astrobot's I should play awesome. Astrobot. Astrobot's it's so, so cool. cool. I need, I need to get a PSVR cool. first. Yeah, I need yeah. to get into all these like you don't have a VR, VR classics. All right. I have a I have an Oculus Go, but that's all I have for VR. So, whatever. We live in the same state. We're twenty yeah. minutes tops away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you borrow my Xbox so you can finish Mass Effect. Oh <laughs> man, that would be amazing. And then you could come over and play some VR with me. Done. Absolutely. Right. We'll Absolutely. Yes. yes! <laughs> Show him the light. Bet I'll come up. <laughs> um, small little plug. If you want to see me and two other drunk adult humans building a joy or a toy con piano and learning to do some really cool dope things on it, that's available on Tequila's YouTube channel, T E C H Kila. Tequila. Tequila with Daniel Reguera. He's been on our show a couple times. We need to do that again. That's a fun show to be on. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, Dave, I have. Dope. I was just on the show again like two weeks ago, but you're just uninvited because you suck now. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You're great. You're amazing. <laughs> Next up, Nintendo reportedly adjusts smartphone games to make players spend less money. There was a concern Nintendo was having that all of the microtransactions that they currently have in their games might be tarnishing their brand uh, and being a little bit predatory. So they are partnering with DNA. Um, D-E-N-A and Cyber Agent who helped with Pokemon Go Dragalia Lost and a bunch of other mobile games to adjust games so that players don't spend too much I think this is a really cool further like exploration into the medium of mobile gaming for Nintendo they're just trying so many different things and they're realizing hey yeah this might be a little too gross and predatory let's scale that back I love how willing they are to experiment so I don't like I don't really play much any of the Nintendo mobile games, besides like Pokemon Go, which I know is Pokemon Company and Niantic, oh, yeah. but do yeah. they really have like a lot of microtransactions in their game? I mean, I've spent over a hundred bucks on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one? I draw on Pokemon Go. Oh, well, yeah, like I said though, that's like Pokemon Company. Though I don't know how far of like a reach Nintendo has over that. Uh, props to Chad actually, because when you were you looked a little embarrassed for saying you're going to say a number, and then I'm like, <laughs> was he going to say like five hundred dollars or something? Because you play yeah. that game all the time. 
for how much you play that game, one hundred dollars. I don't think it's actually that bad. Yeah, especially for what, yeah, two and a half like years that. worth of enjoyment. No, like every day though. Like every yeah. time, if Chad and I are hanging out and we walked out to go to Chipotle, which is literally two blocks. <laughs> He'll pull his phone out and play Pokemon Go the entire walk over there. Yeah. I don't know how his battery lasted his whole day. I don't know. Everything you don't have a battery so pack. You don't, I also you just, just have... don't do anything else. That's all I use my phone for is Pokemon Go. <laughs> Every time I take a trip up to like Illinois or wherever I feel like going, like I always like play Pokemon Go. Like since that's like a frequent thing, I'm like, oh, I'm catching all these Pokemon. I can't get here, something like that. Yep, like, it's great. I was just down in North Carolina earlier today. You can only catch Carnivine in that area-ish, like the southeastern United States. Can't get that in California. I'm just trying Fuck to. Yeah, I'm, play I'm just trying to there. find those like uh, those like Moltan or something like those Pokemon that you can put into Let's Go, but you can't get them in the yep. game or something. Yep. That came so good. Anyway, <laughs> um, a little less predatory. I also want to mention there too. I don't. I don't. You just mentioned it or not? No, you can't. Nintendo also said they want to do this because, or they didn't say this. The leak is saying they want to do this because they see mobile as advertising for Switch and 3DS. Yeah, and that was kind of their pitch from the beginning when they announced their mobile strategy: is that these would be something to get people hooked on franchises to go to their main console. So you don't want that to be too predatory, because it's going to piss people off. Be like, well, then I want to play Switch. It's going to be even worse. I don't want to have to pay all this money on Switch. Yeah. Every time you jump in Mario, you have like a certain number of jumps per day, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to buy into it after buy that. Buy more jumps. <laughs> buy more jumps, yeah. <laughs> We're going to transition now into our next segment called Sponsorships. Um, <laughs> and we don't have sponsors because we're a little tiny baby podcast wrapped up in a little manger floating <laughs> down a river. I'll sponsor you. <gasps> Ooh! But wait, we have an opportunity to sponsor you because we're so generous Whoa. and gracious and amazing. Twist. Twist. <laughs> uh, and we do that through the participation award. And since we are two years old as of this month, we are doing things a little bit differently for the month of March. So every single week, someone wins 20 bucks to the gaming service of their choice. So this week, if anyone wanted to enter the participation award, we wanted to find out how you guys found us. So we had you, you know, tweet out, I found Respawn Name Fire, use hashtag participation trophy. And we heard from quite a few of you, uh, seven of you, really interested to find out how you guys found us. We're going to do something slightly different in a second, but first we're going to find out who from this list wins that money. Drum roll, please. Hey Siri, pick a number one to seven. Six is Trevor, Trevor Bettis. You guys might remember him from the very first show we did guest with this year. Hashtag you're the guest. So congratulations, Trevor. I'll uh, send you a little DM on Twitter. Next week's is your favorite Respawn Aimfire memory. So you'll start your tweet with my favorite Respawn, my favorite at Respawn Aimfire memory is whatever it is. Hashtag participation trophy. Make sure you're doing those two things because it's actually really hard to search all of that on Twitter. (laughs) My favorite Um, memory is being here right now. Yeah. Oh. Put it in tweet form. <laughs> I didn't even see the other tweet. I'm mad I missed out on it. Not only is this a great opportunity for us to give back to you guys, but it's also great advertising for us because we want to reach more people and your friends can be our friends. And that's just for a nominal fee for us. For the price of a cup of coffee a day, we too can have your friends. <laughs> So just like last week, I'll craft another tweet explaining the rules for this one. But yeah, whatever your favorite Respawn Fire memory is. It can be being on our show. It can be a segment that we did that might have been really offensive. 
It could be. Um, <laughs> we never do that. What are you, you were about? doing while listening to us, which could be a myriad of things. <laughs> uh, we also have hashtag thanks for creating, which is something that I unfortunately have been lax on the last two weeks with creating graphics for, which means nobody's done it. So we're gonna stick with the same one for last week, and I'm actually gonna fucking get off my ass and put a graphic out for this one so people do it. <laughs> hashtag thanks for creating. Thank the developer of the game that you've played most in 2019. We're doing that one again. I'm going to put out something on Tuesday as we release the episode. I'm setting a reminder already. Hey, Siri, remind me at 9 a.m. on Tuesday to release Thanks for Creating. Okay. I added release Thanks for Creating. I don't need a fucking novel. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what we're going to do. We've already talked about our bar for the month is Kingdom Hearts. We have till the end of April. Special guest. $20 $20 winner Trevor Pettis is going to be joining us. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, yeah, I guess that's a confirmed thing. He's going to be there. Yeah. And then finally, our last segment of our sponsorships is not really a sponsor, but it's fun to throw in with everything else. And this is from Ryan. Holden, we've got to change your template so we can put Ryan in here. I do. I'll do it right meow. Great. Ryan, originator of Ryan's subscriber interrogatives. <laughs> if you guys would also like to be Orion, you can tweet at us or email us your questions as well. He submits this week. I'm not going to do the voice, but what is your greatest <laughs> gaming accomplishment? So I'm going to cheat a little bit because my greatest gaming accomplishment is actually this podcast. There you go. I think this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever done. Seeing this community from just like Tunic and Fez talking to us and Jerson and now it's like all of these people and it's amazing seeing how literally like 10 to 15 people have started their own podcast or people have met because of our show who had no idea who each other were um, and have started their own content creation stuff. It's so freaking cool. Uh, so this is my greatest gaming, gaming accomplishment. And I'm going to turn it over to you guys for something less cool and impactful <laughs> as mine. Dude, this podcast is great. I love watching it. I love it, it is pretty cool, man. It's it's awesome. Thank this you. This is awesome thing. Thank you. Doing. Go ahead. That's it. That's it. That's all mine was. <laughs> what are your guys' answers? <laughs> I don't have anything that that's that's that cool. So I'll, I'll, I'll go. Like I'll go cool next. Yeah, you go. I'll go next. Um, apart from respawning fire as well, but Chad stole the thunder. He said it first, but I'll say it as well. <laughs> that's not bad. Um, <laughs> I know he just took it from me. I can't. I can't top that now. So I have to do a game, and that game is. I think I mentioned this before. Is Link Between Worlds. I did three heart challenge uh, run with no fairies on hero mode, and I beat that shit. And it was <laughs> goddamn rewarding. And I beat that shit. <laughs> so that's Impressive. my greatest gaming uh, accomplishment. I think I remember watching you fight Ganon in that one. I was uh, yeah. in one of your insane runs that you did. I was watching yeah. you fight Ganon trying to do it. It was pretty awesome, yeah. And then um, another accomplishment. Um, also, we're going to be doing some cool things this year. and We're working on some awesome things. I'm very proud of what we're working on. I don't want to say anything more than that, but <laughs> I'm very happy what we're working on. And if it pans as well as I think it's going to, it's going to be a huge accomplishment, I think. Chad, do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Here's hoping, fellas. Here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> um my i guess my accomplishment would be um i once completed a uh perfect encounter with the corruptor in horizon the first Ooh. encounter you have yeah i didn't i beat it on very hard without getting touched 
without losing Holy crap. any health, which was, I was pretty proud. I mean, like, got no accolades for it, obviously. Nobody knows except for the people that are listening now. <laughs> so, but yeah, I felt pretty proud about that. What did you and, use? Uh, well, at that point, you only have basically the, uh, it was just the, the fire arrows. So it was only one bow. And uh, I used a bunch of the uh, the shock traps. Oh my god! You know, I set those up around the the camp, and because it breaks into the camp at that point, so I set a few up by the by the door that breaks in. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was it was intense. I actually recorded it. And I think I posted it on my Facebook, but he's got like seventy views, and it's probably from like me watching it seventy times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good, I'm so bad, so good. That's how it be. Forty five percent. Brent, what about you? Do you have any uh, greatest gaming accomplishments? Yeah, I got a couple, like, I'm thinking off the top of my head, so I don't know if he's, like, the best, but there's a couple I've been really proud of recently. Uh, I think one of them was when I first, like, started playing Assassin's Creed Unity when I was probably, like, I don't know, 14, 13. I thought it was the coolest thing ever that I beat, like, the hardest raid uh, in the entire game without, like, losing any bit of, like, without getting spotted. Because, like, in that game, if, like, you get spotted or you do something stupid, you lose a bit of the reward or something. Like, I got the complete thing. It was the hardest raid. Barely anyone could do it. And I did it by myself solo. And it wanted you to have, like, four people. So I always thought I was, like, the coolest person ever for my years of Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Oh, yeah. And then I think my other one would probably be, like, Undertale is one of my favorite games of all time. So like I yes. I've been playing that so much since it came out, trying to speed run it, and I got it down to about three four hours. Really proud of that. I started speed running genocide and beating Sans, and got really good at that. So I guess that was kind of like an accomplishment myself, since I don't stick with games and I'm very bad at games. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan, for submitting that subscriber interrogative, and thank you, gentlemen, for your answers. Again, if you guys want to submit a question, it doesn't just have to be Ryan, although it does have to be branded as a Ryan subscriber interrogative. Um, Just reach out to us. But now we're going to reach out to you about a main quest and how ugly this fucking thing is. So right now, (laughs) we're going to talk about a leaked photo of Sonic the Hedgehog from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. If you are listening to us right now, don't pause because I'm gonna I'm gonna stall long enough for you to go and search for this image and take a look at this image because we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about it here for the next little bit. Um, it's an image of Sonic. He's in a ring. It has the title. And his eyes. His eyes. <laughs> but yes, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Holden wrote the title "Dead on Arrival?" Question mark. Dun dun dun. Uh, so this photo comes from a leak at Hamagami slash Carol Inc. with two R's and two L's. Fun way to spell Carol. <laughs> the advertising agency associated with Paramount Pictures. So it's kind of maybe probably most likely legit. Um, yeah. yeah, and it, it's, it looks hideous. And it's not like one of those things where it, like, it looks realistic like um, like Pokemon, like Detective Pikachu does. And it's like jarring but also really cool. Right. This is more like, oh my god, this is the thing of nightmares and I hate it. <laughs> so I, I was never a big fan. Like Sonic person, so I kind of saw it. Goes that doesn't look right. I don't know right. what it is, but like, that doesn't look right. And I couldn't picture what it was, and then you start seeing all these fans online re-editing it to get the eyes to look right, and then I'm like, oh, that's right. That's what Sonic looks like. I thought <laughs> yeah. it looked weird because it doesn't look like Sonic <laughs> at all, <laughs> at all. And what's baffling to me is they've been teasing him. They'll show his legs. They'll show the silhouette. Right. The shoes. Are they, were they afraid to show him off because they're terrified that everyone's <laughs> going to think he looks ugly? If that's the case, I'm going to just fix it. 
Yeah, exactly. Why don't they yeah. just fix it? Uh, I mean, maybe it was too late in production, but like, what the hell? Come on. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to be real with you, Chief. Uh, honestly, unpopular opinion. I don't hate it. It doesn't look that bad. Like, I, I can understand people not liking it, but I just, I think realistically through the tone of movies, yeah, you probably could have done something better, but I even all the fan mock-ups of, like, getting the eyes to be, like, one continuous thing, I don't like that. I think... I'm not saying it has to be perfect, like, realistic, but, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I know a thing or two about movies, you know. I'm a movie connoisseur, you know. <laughs> I'm a aspiring filmmaker. No, I'm not going to, like, tote myself that hard. But I just, like, I don't know nothing. But I don't know. I just, uh, I, <laughs> I really... Just, yeah, it doesn't look that bad. I really think it follows, it like, look- a certain tone. It doesn't look like Sonic to me. It that's what I feel. Does. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just not. It's not what I when I see it. I don't like. Oh, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. It well, looks like oh, that's, a, that's a creepy hairy guy. <laughs> In the show note, I'm pull, I'm looking at the second image of all the fan images that has mm-hmm. a side by side, and looking at it, Sonic the character in the games has an angsty look to him, and yeah. this movie version just it looks very friendly. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of what going for. Very fragile. Yeah. I don't get this like angsty, he can handle anything kind of vibe. For sure. And I like that. But to put. <laughs> I maybe that's, I don't um, like angsty. I mean, we Sonic. haven't seen any footage of him yet. That's, that's what I was going to say. We have not seen any footage. We don't right. even know what this character looks like in motion. We also don't know what, like, um, was it the Dr. Like, Eggman or whatever his name is? Yeah. What's the Dick villain? Carey. Robotnik. Dr. Robotic, Robotic Eggman, yeah. Robotic. Isn't, oh, isn't there an egg something other as well? Yeah, it's Eggman, Eggman and then Robotic. His, his nickname. All I know okay, is Robotic. Okay, okay. Yeah, Robotic. Yeah. He started out as we, Dr. Robotnik, and then, then in turned the Eggman? recent decades, he's been yeah. turned into Eggman uh, yeah. for some reason. I haven't played a Sonic since, like, Tails. Sonic the Tails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as bad as, as bad I found as my Game looks Gear, up. side note, while nice. I was home. found my Game, game Gear? Gear with all my, so- nice. my Sonic games in it. I'm jealous. Game Gear is shit. Yeah. So while all these don't look great, imagine what would have happened if we saw Pikachu or like Mr. Mime or something like that leak before the Pokemon Detective Pikachu trailer was released. Yeah, right. and we didn't have any context for it. Like I think we'd all be like, "What the hell is yikes?" That? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, this so last picture That's there, really though, with the, head, the actual hedgehog eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. With the actual <laughs> that eyes. That is so, so terrifying. <laughs> I wish Chris Pratt was still in this movie. Was That's he ever attached to this role? Yeah. yeah, he was supposed to there, be Sonic, wasn't Yeah, there what? was, like, uh, art of it online or something. I was like, bro, he's in this movie, and everyone's like, no, he got out. Like, this is old. <laughs> he knew better. <laughs> Dead on arrival. <laughs> <laughs> and they got someone else, too, who's... Uh, who's playing... I think it's the Jim guy Perry's playing Chuck. Dr. Robotnik. No, I know, but uh, I think um, Sonic's playing the guy who played Chuck from that show, Chuck, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Chuck from Chuck? Zachary Levi, is that his name? I don't think it's Zachary right. Levi. Zachary Levi is in Shazam. That's Which right. I'm ecstatic. Oh, why what? It's, it's, no, who I'm playing Sonic is, is um, from Parks and Rec. Um, Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Ralphio. His brother. Yeah, John yeah, Ralphio. John, yep. John Ralphio, that's who it is. Why did I think Zachary Levi? That's so random. It's nothing to do with <laughs> with that guy. I mean, at all. they're both white guys with black hair. So, oh right, that okay. That's <laughs> that, what that yeah. was. That's that's why that I messed it up. <laughs> yeah, when does this movie come out? November. November. We're gonna get a trailer pretty soon, probably. Yeah. We have to, unless they're gonna redesign Sonic in every single scene to give him bigger eyes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Watching it next week, it's like Sonic movie delayed till like <laughs> summer 2020. Well, Disney's not going to redesign the genie in every single scene. Oh, boy. This company's not going to spend <laughs> any money to redesign Sonic. I, uh, I will say, I do think that Sonic looks better than genie in Aladdin. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw a video of genie yeah. <laughs> in motion. <sighs> Woof. Sad. Woof. I guess I don't. Anything else you guys have to say? I guess about I don't hate things because I don't really hate the genie either. <laughs> <laughs> You're just too good. You're so young and pure. Very accepting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like say it's the best thing, but I mean, right? I I don't know. I guess just, it comes down to tones, and I know what tones go into the movie. You can't make one thing contradict with another tone. Like, it's you can't put anything into a movie. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So you're thinking they go for like a light, lighter-hearted tone Sonic movie. Yeah. And they want a lighter-hearted version of Sonic to go along with it. Right. And those angsty eyes like or the hedgehog, hedgehog eyes just movie. wouldn't work. <laughs> what if he's literally like the size of a tennis ball in this movie? I, I don't think that's true because you've already seen pictures of him. And... That'd be great, actually. I mean, we don't know the scale of those pictures. The camera could have been really close up. <laughs> but if he was that's true. But I, th- I saw his. All right, that's fair. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm just, just going to go with guess prediction for Sonic movie. <laughs> he will be larger than the size of a tennis, tennis ball. ball. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll bet you ten dollars. Aren't normal hedgehogs bigger than a tennis ball, anyways? No. I mean, Softball maybe if they, they get really old. No, My they're bigger than a tennis ball. One. They're absolutely bigger than a tennis ball. How yeah. big is a tennis ball? I don't know, like this big? Yeah, not even. It's like it's like yeah, that yeah. Okay, maybe softball size. Yeah, softball size or yeah. football size, maybe. So that's the question. Definitely not Will Sonic size. be bigger than a softball? We don't know. That's a better <laughs> Who question. Knows? Who Find knows? Out next time. On. <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. Is is Sonic bigger than a softball? <laughs> Watch him be like bigger than a Robotnik. <laughs> the stakes feel lower i think it's because sonic's three times the size of the villain yeah that's definitely what it is yeah it doesn't work the real villain sonic. is sonic for making robotnik feel insecure about his height <laughs> that's why robotnik's so mean all right this brings us to our end game where we talk about sorry i had to change the name of the, the title too is sonic bigger than a softball <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this brings us to our penultimate segment called we are so fucking humble where holden and i take a back seat and we let our guests run the show and bring a topic of their choice to discuss amongst us so dallas you had mentioned you brought a topic yes go for um, it we're gonna take a back seat recently i was talking to my sister about the upcoming game of thrones season and we were discussing about how we would be upset if certain things happened at the end of the season and like that if ned came, stark died if yes Wait. <laughs> i was upset um, he so, dies at the end of season eight right that's that's a spoiler <laughs> yeah. season eight yeah spoilers, um, spoilers. yeah right spoilers Spoiler for an episode now. that's not come out yet but whatever <laughs> um so it led to the, dis- the discussion about uh mass effect 3 that is uh released six years ago this week i guess and uh, how people were so upset with the ending that they actually patched in a new ending. So I was just wondering if there's a video game recently that you guys have played, or even media, you know, movie, whatever, TV show, that you were so upset by the ending that you wish they patched in a new ending to satisfy your needs. Holden, you mentioned you had one already, right? 
Yeah, um, Metro Exodus. More like not the ending, just more like the last half of the story. It, it's not that it's terrible. It's just that the first half is so incredible. And then the second half goes for more of a personal experience with, with a particular character. And, and that's the stake. It's just that one character. Whereas the stakes in the first half of the game were so high, like conspiracies and all this other stuff, that it just didn't live up to the first half of the game. That bums me to so, hear, because I, I, I have to, I've been waiting to play the game because I don't want to play it on PS4 because of like the problems, and I'm waiting to totally get it. I bought PS4; it was great. Yeah, well, no I'm problems, also about yeah. to buy a new PC, so I want to get it on there to like get like oh yeah the best I can get. But like I've been seeing waiting all and seeing all these reviews come out for it, and like mm-hmm. I'm a little bummed, but I'm still hyped. No, I'll say this: it yeah, the story doesn't live up in the last half, but the gameplay scenarios make up for it okay so it's not like i wasn't enjoying my time it's just like oh all this cool shit already happened so i feel like i'm past it and just kind of just surviving at this point mm. but i liked just surviving in those worlds it was fun just the story didn't quite live up that's all i i think it's something i would like it, it's not a video game uh i think it's like i've already mentioned i like most things like Assassin's Creed Unity, one of my favorite Assassin's Creeds. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three, one of my favorite Assassin's Creeds. But regarding movies, I think one of the, like the movies I really didn't like was Thor Ragnarok. Like I liked a I lot. I didn't of, like it either. Thank you. Yeah, like I, yeah, I liked I was, a lot I was of it. Not a fan either. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. And on rewatch, I really like it. But I'm not a fan of the ending. Especially, like, Taika Waititi, the director, like, his directing style is, like, he likes to undercut serious moments with comedy, and I, I don't like that. I He didn't let anything, like... That's exactly sit... why I didn't like that movie. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing sat in enough to where you really felt the impact. Everything happened. Everything got taken away from this character, and then it was just nothing. There was no reason to feel sad about it. Even in Infinity War, there's no reason to be upset about it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> I'll just say Jeff Goldblum's character, though, awesome. Oh yeah, he was Jeff great. Goldblum in <laughs> anything. Goldblum, put him in the show. Yeah, just the part where he's like, uh, "We all did the part in the revolution. You guys overthrew me, but I had to be overthrown. I did my part in it." <laughs> <laughs> His old, that was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> I think my my thing would be Spider-Man PS4. Uh, and oh, it's the whoa, DLC, whoa, though. Whoa. It's, the DLC? it's the DLC. Yeah. Oh, okay. DLC. Okay. okay. Yep. I, that's, that's I wish that... Because I, I played through the entire game, and I platinumed it, and it was amazing, and I loved it. Bunks. And I ended so high on that game. And then they had three continuous months of DLC, and it was just like progressively more and more generic i was not a fan of hammerhead as a villain he was just super boring yeah the mob story in general was just super boring and i feel like that's now how i that's that's my the last taste like when you like oh i could eat this last bite of brownie for the last thing or i could eat a spear of asparagus I'm like I, <laughs> I ate the asparagus last and that was that's how i left that game <laughs> whereas i <laughs> it wasn't obviously ready to go by the time the game launched but i feel like if I had either waited until the DLC was out and then played that part of it before the end of the game, maybe I would have appreciated it and enjoyed that more. Or if they just saved some of those mechanics for Spider-Man 2 instead um, and kind of reworked that into the second story. I just, I hate that that's how I left that game. 
after feeling so high on it. I I wish I would have like remembered that because that one hundred percent would have been my like topic. That that was one of the like Spider Man PS4 is like probably my favorite game of all time. I say God of War is my game of the year just for objective reasons, but Spider Man PS4 is my favorite game. It was so good, and then the DLCs came out. The the heist DLC. I was like, "Well, that's really good." And the other ones kind of continuously got bad. I realized I only liked the heist because Black Cat is a very compelling character. Even in the comics, she's yeah. amazing. Hammerhead in the comics is terrible too. Hammerhead <laughs> isn't a good villain. Silver Sable couldn't even keep the last DLC too enjoyable. And I think like, uh, are we gonna spoil small details from? The heist DLC is that fun? Um, Holden hasn't played it yet, but I'm going to try to make him play it this year. Go <laughs> for it. <laughs> you, know, it's just, you won't remember by the time we get there anyway. No, it's not ending things. It's just like the whole the whole thing in the heist that I enjoyed is probably the stakes of Peter thinks Black Cat's pregnant with his child. I think yeah. that's what held Whoa, me. Whoa! I was not expecting something like that at all. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. That's a good twist. Sure. It's like that's what compelled me to play, and I think like the other ones. Mary did... Jane's gonna be pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole thing of that DLC. That's yeah. why it was so interesting. And right. the, the other two didn't have anything to really play off of. It. It's like Hammerhead wants to be a god, and he gets this mech suit, and it's like okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's a, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just a very different Peter Parker than I'm used to. I'm used to like nerdy Peter Parker, and this guy's like cheating on his girlfriend. <laughs> it's oh, he's been like, Spider Man for a while. He's built up his confidence. <laughs> it's just, it's just different. It's just that's not what I'm expecting. I'm sorry, Brent. You keep going. Uh, just, like, yeah, this part of this Peter Parker's great. You should play this game, Holden. Yeah, yeah that was sure. like Wait, holy crap. You never played any of it. None of it at all. What? No. Yeah. Whoa. No. So like, this is like to me finding out that like, dude, all right, in the newest Batman movie, there's a scene where he's crocheting. Like, it'd be the equivalent <laughs> of, of that. Like, I'm floored right now. Well, I even tell people all the time, like, like I like comics. Peter Parker isn't only like this nerdy kid. Like, people even say like, oh, I hate Andrew Garfield because he's a hipster and everything. Well, that's a lot of Spider-Man runs, honestly. Like, even Ultimate Spider-Man. He was a brat. He was one of the like the worst people in the comic. Like he was a jerk to everyone. It's just I don't know. But yeah, you need to play Spider Man PS4. Just play the DLCs too, because even I've the heist heard. is enjoyable. They all have cool stuff. And the Spider Verse suit's really cool in the last one. Except you have to The only thing I didn't like is you have to complete the entire DLC to do it. And they introduced yeah. the worst like they introduced the worst enemy types in the entire game. Like, it took me so long to beat just because, like, it's so hard. Like, you can't tr- strategically, like, fight them. You have to just hope you win. <laughs> Can you play those DLCs before the end of the game? I, I didn't think you could, but it's uh, possible. I, I think you I can. Had... Uh, you know what? No, because the first heist one picks up where the story left off. With That's true. Oh, character. wait, no. I You're thought right. you meant, will the game allow you? Yeah, no. Like, if you were to... I wouldn't tell anyone to play the DLCs first. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can. All right. Good answer, me. Thanks. I'm so great, but also humble. So, Brett, <laughs> what did you bring? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. Again, this isn't a game topic. It's not the one I discussed with you guys. I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, I'm just thinking about comic book movies. 
basically like the ratings people give and everything. And I, I, I think it's weird that a lot of people like want to rate it as it's top tier cinema. I think superhero movies should be. I guess this goes in for any movies. Period. Because I think the rating system is wrong. Like you can give like Captain Marvel like an eight out of ten because it was an enjoyable superhero movie, and then you give like I don't know Shape of Water like eight out of ten. Does that mean Captain Marvel is on the same platform as Shape of Water or something like mm-hmm. that? I just find like the rating system weird. And I think do people do you think like things get have to get held to like different standards? Because, I don't know, comics comics are wacky. Comics are very, like, hey, here's a MacGuffin. Do this thing. Like, they can't be top-tier cinema, but I also think it's unfair to say, oh, it's a 4 out of 10, then, because it can't be top-tier cinema. I don't know. Right. I think about this a lot. No, I thought about this about that, too. And I think that, like, the rating scale, at least the way I look at it, is, like, Marvel's, uh, Captain Marvel is 8 out of 10 for trying to be Captain Marvel and trying to be a Marvel movie. Like, how good is it at being that? Versus how good is Shape of Water at being this kind of art house movie about a merman falling in love with a, a, a shy woman. Merman! Like, <laughs> merman! <laughs> I think it's all about like what it's, what it's trying to be and how successful it is at what it's trying to be. Like, I think a way to look at it is someone who's going to read the review of Shape of Water is interested in Shape of Water already. They're, they're, they want to know if it's worth their time or not. That's already a movie that they would want to go see. So therefore, the 8 out of 10 means something in that context for them. That same person may, might not go look at that Captain Marvel review because it's not a movie that they're interested in. Therefore, that review scale means nothing to them, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I ultimately think that's what it has to come down to. Is like I just think it's weird. It's a weird kind of predicament because I, I think mm-hmm. I was even thinking about it the other day too with DMC five because like people were giving like it. I had has like a ninety five or something. And I was like, yeah, DMC is awesome, but I guess that ninety five is based off of DMC standards. Like, mm-hmm. it's DMC is right. not like this game. Yeah. I'm gonna get like this highly philosophical like experience. Like, it's not like <laughs> a Witcher type game. Yeah. So I I just I find rating systems like really weird. I do find radiuses are stranger in video games because you can have technical problems with your game and still get like a 9 out of 10 because everything is so much better. If you're watching a movie and like there are still green screen segments in some of the scenes, <laughs> no one would be like, well, I mean, everything else is so great. Best picture nomination. Oh, yeah. But, like everyone takes off for like bad CGI. Like that'll cut a movie down. Yeah, it'll cut a movie down. But that doesn't happen in games. Like Breath of the Wild had some technical issues when it first came out 10 out of 10 all over the place <laughs> yep maybe also because video does, like, games lack can be of updated. story and progression count as a technical issue <laughs> <laughs> no it has story and progression it absolutely has story and progression just not in the way that you wanted it yeah you can break, <laughs> you can break all your weapons that's how you progress that's the only thing it, i don't it like is about a brilliant progression system it's <sighs> so brilliant it's that's fantastic. Maybe if they didn't break so often, it would be okay. Yeah. I, how else could you travel anywhere in that world at any time and still progress if it weren't for a system where your weapons break and you have to scavenge off the weapons of your enemies that are leveling me, up as you beat things in the world? To me, that you. just seems so lazy. Smart. That's lazy. It's not lazy. That's it's a so lazy smart. progression. And also, why does every treasure chest have a stupid opal in it? <laughs> I don't want opals. I want good things. <laughs> <Not> opals. <laughs> 
Please, my I don't I like treasure chest. Treasure, treasure chest could have been more exciting. I'll definitely give. Please, it to I'm you. on my last sword. It's about to break. I don't want an opal. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, I think that my it, it is so hard with rating systems, as we've seen and and as you mentioned in so many different uh, media's. I think I that's why I like the Rotten Tomatoes rating because it's not a 95% does not mean this movie is almost perfect. It means yeah, almost everyone thinks you should go see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a is it worth playing is it not worth playing? Is it worth watching is it not worth watching? Yeah. I think that's more valuable than a specific score because that does get into so many things where people are comparing, oh, well, this movie got a 9.7 and this one got a 9.6 seven years ago. Does that mean that this movie's better? No, it it doesn't. That's that's something I've been thinking about too is like, should you re-rate things? Because like, I'll see IGN all the time, but like, they'll give one thing this like random score and then something else comes out that's like worse, but it gets a better score because you Mm -hmm. thought something else you thought the other thing before was so good that it wasn't. I don't know. Ratings are weird. That's why I do like what you say. Like, ninety-five percent of people think you should see it. It's like I don't like putting numbers on things. Like this has a nine, an definitive ninety-five instead of saying right. Ninety-five percent of people think you need to play this game. Like I just think like everyone's so quick to put a number on a game. They're like. Oh, let me beat this game so I can put a number on it, so I can say like this is a bad game, or this is a good game. I, I don't know. I like yeah. giving opinions, but just like when people want to put a number on well, something so quick, it's weird. I think it's also it's my it's my necessity though. Yeah. Like IGN has to put a review score on Anthem, even though that game's. I mean, it still has to be baked a little bit. But that yeah. ends up making it look kind of bad in the long run. So, like, actually, I had this moment, um, not in the long run, in the short term, um, because they'll re-review that game. Because I think games as services tend to get re-reviewed more often. Like, Splatoon, even like even Splatoon got re-reviewed after a year or so of being out, I think. And that's hardly a game of service compared to something like the Anthem. So, I think you'll see that game get re-reviewed. Um, but a moment I had, like, a few weeks ago when that game first came out was, I saw this guy, Jerome, at work, and I'm like, oh, I heard it wasn't that great. And he just said, oh. You've been reading reviews, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> and I think in any single medium, uh, there's always going to be critics who look at different things than the average kind of consumer would. Like someone just wants to play Anthem because they want to shoot things and have a great time and 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 that's what they're looking for. But a yep. reviewer can't just look at it that way. They have to be like, okay, well, how does the progression system like work in the game? Are you getting like better guns as you go along, or like did everything um, break? Did everything break? Or like how, <laughs> how do loading screens like are the loading screens were too much? But someone like Jerome might not have cared about the loading screens because when it's done loading, he fucking loves that game. So like it just it's it's weird where there's always that disconnect with with reviewers and the people who purchase the content that is being reviewed. Yeah, it's like yeah. your There's... your average consumer might not care about like, oh well, Bioware did this thing. This is what Bioware does, or something. It's like I don't care. I like mm-hmm. Destiny. I want to shoot some things, get some loot. Like, yeah, I, I think that's yeah. all I have to offer. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a great discussion. Yeah. All right, and finally, our last segment is video game. Would you rather? Oh shit! No, that's not what it is. It's game on game show. The game on our gaming show called Game On. On our game show, we play a game on our game show called Game On. Whoa! This one is video game. Would you rather? Back again. 
<laughs> and we have five more would you rather's. Again, ranging ranging from things that are kind of tame to there's one that I had to augment because it was too risque and I felt uncomfortable talking about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start easy. Would you rather be a master chef who prepares meals only for Kirby or be a mason who lays bricks only for Mushroom Kingdom? Either way, your masterpieces go underappreciated. Kirby. Mario's like going to break the bricks? We'd, yeah, I, I'd say I, I'm going to go the opposite. Kirby would eat a lot of food. How many bricks are there in Mushroom Kingdom? Well, Kirby would eat the food, but he would not appreciate it. He just inhales it all at once. Exactly, but I'm making a lot it. of food that's unappreciated. There's not that many bricks in Mushroom Kingdom. It's mostly grass. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. I'll take that. It's like, it's, it, I don't do much, and it's unappreciated. Well, I don't really do much, so that's okay. But like, Kirby, you're eating so much of my food, and you don't appreciate it. You're an asshole. <laughs> I would probably lay bricks, because I'd probably be better at that. I can't really cook yeah. that well, so. But <laughs> it doesn't matter I, I, how well you cook, because Kirby's not going to appreciate it anyway. That's true, actually. Yeah, it might be even, I, I think I'd be a little more meticulous building, so yeah, maybe I'd just cook. So I'd just make them yeah. trash and eat it. Yeah, you just cook <laughs> then you can go on doing whatever you want for the rest of the day. Right? Yeah, like, here's some uncooked alphabet spaghettios. I didn't even cook it. Like here you go. Eat up, a, enjoy. a bunch of dry you spaghetti on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would. I would probably do the cooking too, just because that well, you could change it up. Versus a mason, it's like you're making the same bricks over and over. <laughs> Again, though, not many bricks. Right. I, I'm, I'm right. a builder. That's what I do. So, oh, laying yeah. bricks is whatever. I'd be good. <laughs> That's at. Also, uh, isn't laying bricks another euphemism for pooping? <laughs> uh, never heard <laughs> of that one. Deuce. No. no, they don't like dropping laying, a brick or something. Like dropping a brick. Dropping a brick. Shitting a brick. Shitting a brick. Shitting a brick. That's the shitting a brick. That's yep. I just shit a brick. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and Brent, you said you would do chef as well, right? Yeah, I like to cook. You know, you can make whatever. You feel like, like you said, you can just cook a few things. Be like, all right, I'm done. Dope. All right, next up. This happened to me today. Would you rather take a 48-minute lift ride with a driver who won't stop asking you to get her son a job in Sweden the entire way home? (laughs) Or play Animal Crossing for the rest of your life? And for the first time, I choose Animal Crossing. (laughs) Really? Animal Crossing? I I never want to have that lift experience again. (laughs) 48 minutes could be a long time. When you're uh, I don't have yeah. fucking control over who my company hires in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing. It yeah. sucks, but man, it's better than taking another 48-minute yeah. ride. I'm sorry. I don't, think I, video, I don't think I heard you correctly. Did you just say Animal Crossing sucks? Oh yeah, yeah. He hates yeah. Animal Crossing. So the, we did another one of these Nintendo IPs under Luigi's Mansion and Zelda. Brent, you are too pure. <laughs> yeah, right? Just too good. This has been an ongoing thing where Chad has uh, said, would you rather get a colonoscopy or play Animal Crossing? So that means, Chad, that you think that that, that ride every time. Yeah, was worse than a colonoscopy. These are great. <laughs> <laughs> that camera hits the G spot. You're good to go, man. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think everyone agrees, Animal Crossing. Yep. Next up, we have, um, would you rather own a real-life hookshot or a real-life energy sword from Halo? Hookshot. 
Yeah, absolutely, hookshot. hookshot. Yeah. Think about this though. I don't like that Halo. shit. Does a lot of destruction and to <laughs> personal property. You can't actually use it anywhere. <laughs> You're gonna destroy people's homes and houses and trees. Versus an energy up, sword from Halo. Up a big ass, up a big ass building downtown yeah. somewhere. Just for the hell of it. Yeah. Just one time. If I could do that once, I'd be happy. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, but- None of that, but like, put a mask on. I'm a superhero. I got a claw that I can just like grab people with and jump anywhere. I have a mask that <laughs> they can't see me. I'm good. I'm a superhero now. Yeah, if I get like the dual energy yeah. sword, it's like, like Twilight Princess, I can be Spider Man. Exactly. Exactly. But the energy sword, it's like, oh, no, I moved it wrong. My arm fell off. Listen to this, though. Listen to this, though. How many times have you had to ask for your mom's assistance or your wife's assistance to hem your pants? Energy sword. Cut them right off. No loose threads. (laughs) Cutting up up steaks. Boom. They're basically pan-seared right off the bat, and then you just toss them in the oven. Yeah, but what do you realistically Mm. do with an energy sword? I feel like that's one thing that, (laughs) like... More than you can do with a hook shot. (laughs) No, but... I think you'd be in big trouble if you owned an energy sword. Like, you'd have federal government coming after you over that. But that's one thing. It's like, uh... I get mad at my brother. I go to pick up like a like wooden sword, and I pick up the energy sword. Like, what am I supposed to do then? I got murder on my hands. Well, what if you <laughs> shoot him in the face with a hook shot? Why would I go shoot him in the face shot. with a web shooter? There's there's something we have not considered, and this is actually very important. Energy swords are not going to weigh a lot. The hook shot is just a gigantic chain wrapped chain, around a contraption. Right. Oh. Good luck holding that up to aim. <laughs> yep, not possible. Yeah. You would have to be a superhero to actually use that. So I can't be a superhero. So I'm going to go laser sword or energy sword. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what, uh, another thing, wouldn't that just like burn through anything that you laid it on? Like you lean it up against a wall. That's just going to put it down anyway. <laughs> you can turn well, it I mean, off, can't you? I think you can uh, turn it off. You can turn it off. Yeah, you know, you can turn it off. Yeah, you can turn it off. There's a little yeah. handle and it, you can turn it off from the handle. Just like a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, Someone that. gets well, mad. It's you. a lightsaber. Then someone gets mad. Hey, I'm tired of your crap. Pulls out the energy sword. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy to conceal. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you, you have a permit for the that? <laughs> the energy sword. There's no permits uh, in existence for that. So I'll just carry it with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fourth one. Would you rather play a twisted metal dating simulator or? A dating sim destruction derby game. Dude, I don't know what that means. Dude. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's. Twisted Metal Dating Sim would be like a dating simulator with all of the Twisted Metal characters. Like, okay. uh, Sweet Tooth and Axel and Twister, they're all (laughs) on Tinder. (laughs) Or a bunch of people who are looking for dates, and maybe it's like The Bachelor and the last car left standing, you have to marry. One of my favorite games on PS1, besides Twisted Metal, was like. uh, Like, what random destruction derby game I had. Like, I don't remember, I remember what it is. My brother had, had that game on destruction derby. destruction derby. It was called Destruction Derby, wasn't it? Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yep. I think I got it over here in my Gran Turismo, like, case. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I would go with the Destruction Derby. That's a dating game. Yeah. I also, I would just want to see, hey, you know, there it is. what destruction is Sweet Tooth like too. <laughs> on a date? <laughs> I, I just I want to smash a bunch of cars up and, and be the last one standing. I'd be pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll say this about the twisted metal dating thing. Mm-hmm. If I, what's the clown? Sweet Tooth is a clown. Let's say I went on a daily yeah. Sweet Tooth, right? It'd be very easy to be like, hey, dude, I think we're just very different. It's not going to work out. And breaking up, that would be very easy. Hey, you really think that would be easy? <laughs> it would be, yeah. 
He does have I, a chainsaw, though. He's just about, he wouldn't use it on me because it's like, hey, we were dating. Like it's it's just like a date. Like, hey, no hard feelings. I just I think that you're a good person. We weren't exclusive. We're just we weren't exclusive, and it's just like I feel like we're different people. We want different things. Try telling so that to I any murdering psychopath. And I feel like Sweet Tooth. He's really a sweetie. He's a sweetheart. So <laughs> be cool about it. It's why he drives an ice cream truck. That's why they he call does, exactly. He drives an ice cream truck. Like. <laughs> The flame hair was not his choice. I mean, we're literally judging him on inalienable things he has no control over. That's discrimination. <laughs> That's terrible. All right. You guys ready for the last one? Oh, I don't know. We... There is a correct I, I answer know, to this. this I, I know someone amend. of this, and I'm concerned. This is the one I had to amend to give it a correct answer so that we didn't have to choose a lesser of two evils. <clears throat> so there are three options to choose from in this one. What if I pick the wrong one? You if you pick the wrong me? one... I have then a feeling it's going to be pretty obvious which ones. <laughs> it's going to be obvious. <laughs> the wrong one, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm real nervous. Would no, you uh, rather play a roller coaster tycoon game where you're tasked with building Neverland Ranch, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or play the Sims game where all of your characters are co-stars in movies like K-Pax, American Beauty, and Pay It Forward? AKA, <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're all co-stars with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Or play that leaked Harry Potter game from a few months ago. Harry Potter, thank you. Fuck yeah, where's that leaked Harry Potter game? Why haven't we seen it? E3, hopefully. Leaked Harry Potter game, I'll take it. Please. What if we built Neverland and then put all the secret bedrooms? (laughs) No, what if it was like Neverland, like Neverland from Peter Pan and not the fucked up Neverland? (laughs) No, it has to be Neverland Ranch. It has to be Michael Jackson. Then Harry right. Potter. But yeah. this is your opportunity to rewrite history, though. Right. If we could just make that place without all those secret sex dungeons, then maybe I'll go for <laughs> and, that and, one, and, and to be clear, And to be clear, the events that happened to the sex dungeons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the sex dungeons. I, just move the stuff elsewhere. Did you no, watch I haven't the, seen it, no. I, watched I was going to watch I was going to watch it tonight, but I'm like, I just don't know. It just sounds it's, so fucked up. Like oh, I just... It's disturbing, to say the least, man. I don't mind disturbing content, but it's disturbing that actually happened. And it's right. just like, yeah. ugh, ugh. Yeah, disturbing, fictional, whatever. Dis- yeah. Disturbing, actual. <laughs> yeah. But Harry Potter's fucking awesome. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would love that game. I would love that game, honestly. It would actually, uh, it's my, my son's whole nursery is all Harry Potter shit. Like, me, my wife and I do yeah, that. That's, that's awesome. So we, we decked everything out. Harry Potter's our shit, so definitely Harry Potter. I yes. just think the idea of playing a Harry Potter game in Hogwarts where you're your own character and you're not Harry Potter just sounds so awesome. Dope. Yeah. So dope. Like, how, is, how has that not been thought of yet? It's oh, got so Somebody must have thought of it. It's just, I don't know, licensing. Everything's maybe, tied up know. in WB, I'm sure. I just hope it's good. It'd be a huge letdown if like the right. action didn't feel right or something like that. It's, it's got to be perfect. I, I trust be. WB it to will make be perfect, that, though, but make it well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in defense of the other one, what if you were working with <laughs> Kevin Spacey's best work, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare? <laughs> You're right. I don't think he diddled any boys in that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All oh, right, boy. guys. Well, thank you for joining me for Game on Game Show. And that brings us to the end of our episode. What a way to end it, too. <laughs> what a way to end it. note. <laughs> So before we wrap up, I want to give you guys one last opportunity to plug any information you like, whether it's your Twitter, your podcast, videos you do online, anything it is. Uh, Brent, go ahead. Okay, real quick. I got uh, 
Porchot118 YouTube channel, working on some great videos. I post my podcast there. Eventually, it will go to the YouTube channel, separate for itself, so the KY Catastrophe Podcast. Uh, I stream on Twitch, Porchot118YT. Twitter is Porchot1864. You can sense a theme here. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think it's about it. Yeah. Is KY short for Kentucky? Yes, sir. Home Great. What's Pork Shop short for? <laughs> <laughs> it's named after uh, the dog from Doug. Is it? I actually like. I just made that up right now. I got that nickname in like a uh, like computer, like in a after school thing in school where we fixed like computers or something. It was weird. It was like. Oh, your last name cool. sounds like ham. Your nickname's Pork Chop. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no doubt. <no. laughs> That's great. All right. Dallas, where can people find you? Uh, you just find me on Twitter, basically, at, at Heel Smitty, H-E-E-L Smitty. Um, and if you want to add me on PSN, my uh, PSN name is D-F-N Smitty. It's a D letter F-N and then Smitty. Dope. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Um, Had fun. We have one more. Sorry, Holden wanted to make sure that I brought this up because we have to start putting out our the hype. The first episode of April is going to be our big general E3 predictions. So we're going to start thinking about what generally, you know, two months out from E3, do we want to start uh, yeah. predicting is going to happen because it's coming, y'all. Eleven yeah. weeks. Eleven oh, weeks. Yeah. Uh, we're we're all that, to that beautiful next gen stuff. That's definitely not going to happen at E three. <laughs> can't, totally can't you guys like? Happen, aren't you guys excited for Animal Crossing for the Switch? Oh, I am. <laughs> I totally get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we, that's what we meant week. to say. We're going to have a whole episode just dedicated to talking about our hype of Animal Crossing and Chad's love of colonoscopies yeah. over Animal. I'm going to bring you guys on the podcast <laughs> just to talk about Animal Crossing. And I'm just going to have my audio on one half of the podcast just be colonoscopy farts. That's all I'm going to do. I've had the conversation with the colonoscopy farts about Animal Crossing. <laughs> so how, like, uh, uh, how long did it take you to, to you know rent out the first home and pay off the first loan? Like How long did that take you, Chad? And then just colonoscopy farts. <laughs> it's a whole episode. Sounds like a winner. Let's do it. Until next time, here's our usual sign-off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>